93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, February 17th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a massive 48-inch water main break left cars submerged and stranded 10 people inside a storage facility Tuesday night in North Philadelphia. It happened around 6 p.m. near 29th and Hunting Park Avenue. Floodwaters consumed vehicles and trapped workers and customers in a nearby U-Haul storage facility. Mm-hmm. Officials said at least 11 people were rescued, but no injuries were reported, fortunately. It's not clear what caused the pipe to rupture, but the rapid thaw from last week's freeze and aging in infrastructure likely played a role. They had to use boats to get them out of there. Yeah. They did. Isn't that crazy? Inside. It was like up above the, the cars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Philadelphia Water Department worked to restore water to residents. Customers who experience reduced pressure should have seen normal uh, flow at this point. If your pressure has not been fully restored, they ask that you call the Water Department. The immediate roadway at the scene of the break is expected to be closed for at least a month, officials say. The crumbling former Trump Plaza Casino in Atlantic City is coming down today. The implosion is scheduled to happen at 9 a.m. Trump Plaza opened in 1984 and was the site of numerous high-profile boxing matches that Trump Trump, then a real estate developer, attended. It shut down in 2014 and has fallen into disrepair. The implosion of one of the lavish casino and the once lavish casino and hotel, now just a shell of exposed concrete and plumbing, uh, comes seven years after the plaza closed its doors. Did they take all the artwork out of the Damon Feldman suite? <laughs> its destruction also means the end of former President Donald Trump's mark on the city. This is not about Donald Trump. This is not about politics, said Atlantic City Mayor Marty Small. Small said he is focused, however, on the future of this piece of prime real estate, which is still privately owned. The building's current owner, billionaire investor Carl Icahn, has not announced future plans for the site. Do we know what's going on with the other, how the other casinos faring in general? I mean, general? they're open. Yeah. I don't know how they're doing, but huh. um, I actually had a, a friend who, for spring break, they have a house in Brigantine, and they're going down there, and she said, we're going to go over to the Borgata, and I think, what's the other one called now? Ocean Resort, yeah, I think, I is what the name open is, yeah. again. Um, and she said, yeah, they're going to do a night and go to dinner there. Cool. Oh, God. Uh, While the unusual fanfare of a building implosion will obviously be scaled back because of COVID-19, there will still be options for those looking to watch history. The public viewing area for the implosion will be set up at Bader Field. It costs $10 uh, per car to park, and then some hotels were actually offering viewing packages. I would dig seeing that. Me too. So is that today? Yeah. That's today, 9 a.m. You know what? Yeah, we can't. We can just run some best of and head out there. Yeah, we can get over there. (laughs) Leave by eight, make it there in time. Uh, Yeah, so it's scheduled to go at at nine a.m. I'm sure you can Uh, see. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll run it streaming. Yeah, it's not the same, but I've always wanted to see one of those in person. Yeah, I mean to to hear it and and see the whole thing come down. It'd be pretty cool. Case, did you were you there for the uh, the event? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I was. We almost slept through it because we partied all night at the Holiday Inn. (laughs) (laughs) We 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 were trying to go straight through the the entire evening, and then probably some point around six o'clock and we all but we woke up in time and the vet was sort of a rolling right what, it was did, like a bah, 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 yeah, yeah, all yeah. the way around yeah that's, it was pretty cool that's cool how hard was it to get one of those hotel rooms okay so for me not difficult at all i was walking out of the wings game on saturday night and matt cord called and said hey man uh, we just had somebody cancel on us do you want a room for the night oh, wow. at, the, at the holiday inn and we <laughs> said yeah yeah totally yeah. And it was funny because it was me and my wife and a few friends, and we went and we bought a whole bunch of beer, and we started walking into the Holiday Inn, and there was a security guard there saying, you can't do this, you can't bring beer into the hotel. And I was like, uh, what, are you talking about? what are you talking about? Yeah. 
And so I ended up calling another Holiday Inn in the city of Philadelphia. And I was like, hey, how you doing? I'm just staying here for the night. I-, um, I just want to know, I, you know I'm t- over 21. Are we allowed to bring beer into your hotel? And the guy's like, you're over 21? I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, no problem. I said, well, can you say that to this person right here? And, uh, and the dude had no argument. There you go. No kidding. Yeah. yeah, you got him. Well, well wow. played. Thank you. We're, we're watching footage of, of the uh, the vet collapse, and it was it's kind of cool because it, they're all cool, but when they come from the base and come down, you know, the, the, the vertical way, but this is kind of going around like dominoes. Yeah, so there's a tower there um, that I think ended up hanging on for a little while. Yeah. Right. And uh, oh, wow, eventually really? it fell. Yeah, I think that's the, um, it was a, um, elevator shaft. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Kind of hung up there for a little bit. I, I think eventually it fell. Um, so this casino going down at 9 a.m. And actually, um, 6ABC will carry it live online and, uh, you know, on the TV. So if you want to watch, you can watch it through them. A rare winter storm that dumped a foot of snow on Seattle didn't keep a 90-year-old woman from her first appointment for the coronavirus vaccine. The Seattle Times reported that Fran Goldman walked six miles round trip to get her shot. I have been calling wow. to get an appointment anywhere every morning, every afternoon, and often I've been online at night, Goldman said. And Kathy, and it was on the 11th floor and she scaled the building from the Stop. outside. No, she did. Could you imagine? Yeah, it's unbelievable. She finally secured a slot, but a strong winter storm moved through the region, turning the city's normally rainy streets into a winter scene of snow drifts. Goldman dressed in a fle- uh, in fleece pants and a short sleeve shirt so that the nurse could get to her arm easily. <laughs> Over that, she layered on a fleece zip-up, a down coat, and a rain jacket. She put on snow boots. She took out walking sticks, and she walked six miles on wow. the snowy streets. Good for her. She says it was not easy. It was challenging, she told the newspaper, but Goldman made Made it to her appointment just five minutes late. Oh In sports this morning. The Sixers will look to get back into the winning column after losing three straight games on their road trip out west. They're back home tonight to host the Houston Rockets. Despite the losing streak, the Sixers are still in first place in the Eastern Conference with a record of 18-10. and 10. Tip-off for the nationally televised game is set for 7.30. The Flyers finally practiced yesterday after COVID protocols shut down the team last Tuesday. Seven players are still on the NHL's COVID protocol list. Travis Sanheim was removed from the list, but Travis Konechny was added to it. Sanheim has been sidelined since last Sunday when he missed the Flyers' win over the Capitals, and the Flyers have not played a game since then. Oscar Lindblom, Scott Lawton, Jake Voracek, Morgan Frost, Claude Giroux, and Justin Braun also remain on the list, but the team is still scheduled to resume their games tomorrow night when they host the New York Rangers. The Phillies officially announced invitations to spring training for 31 non-roster players. Odebel Herrera was invited to a minicamp in Clearwater along with 17 others. Herrera, who was under contract through the end of 2021 and owed $10 million this season, has not appeared in a game since the end of May of 2019. He was suspended without pay for the remainder of the 2019 season for violating baseball's policy against domestic violence, removed from the Phil's 40-man roster in January of 2020, and was not part of the 60-player pool last season. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kat. So we had an extended weekend, and that means means for you an easier chance at winning the Word of the Week prize. It's only three letters you're going to have to keep track of, and we have 15 digital movies, including Lord of the Rings trilogy, The Hobbit trilogy, and if you want a complete list, you can click on contest at WMMR.com. So we'll get that first letter coming up at the end of the program. 
It's a Wednesday, so that means that we go live on Fox yes. Good Day today. It also means we have a secret text word today and a chance for you to win a stream code for Long Live Rock, which is a new rock documentary exploring the culture and live concert experiences of hard rock music. Lots of great people like Tom Morello and Brent Smith and Sully Erna and Lars Ulrich and Lizzie Hale, Rob Zombie, and a bunch. So we will give that away today, and that is starting now. You can text word secret to 39333. Nice. And we'll send a word back to you later on. We'll ask you to call with the word designated caller wins, and we'll grab a random texter as well. So we have that going on. Might do a contest. Marissa, we we good to go on that? Okay, yeah, we might have a chance for you to win some. In case you said we have some surplus stuff to give away. Might as well get rid of it. Uh, so we might do that in honor of a movie that celebrates its 25th birthday, of which we'll get to in the entertainment report in just a moment. So let's take a break, come back in a second, and begin the Wednesday together. Stay with us, because we've got plenty for you this morning. We'll be right back. Preston, Steve, and WMMR. Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. In Shopplay Win Monopoly at Acme, every ticket wins an offer, a prize, or tokens for sweepstakes. It's easy to play. There's no game board. Just scan your tickets from checkout in the Shop Play Win app and see what you won. With over 230 million in prizes and money-saving offers, you could be a winner. No purchase necessary. See rules at shopplaywin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion. Acme, official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. Okay, let's ask a stupid question, give away a prize. We're going to do a Blu-ray combo pack of the Pulse Pounding Disaster Thriller Greenland. If you can answer this question correctly, who was the first woman to win six Grammys in one night? 215263 WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Who's the first woman to win six Grammys in one night? Call now if you know the answer. Whole bunch of birthdays today and some uh, big ones as well as far as celebrity and the fact that they're celebrating milestone birthdays. Today is Wednesday, Feb- February 17th. Paris Hilton turns 40 years old today. 40 years for wow. Paris. I saw her on a special talking about Lindsay Lohan and Preston. Her voice her voice is like this now. Who, wait, who's? Paris? Paris Hilton. Yeah. Like, like not anything like this anymore. Oh, oh now so she's like that. So that was an affectation or this is an affectation. What? But I'm like, what the F? She oh, sounds completely it. different. Huh. Uh, so, yeah, she's uh, most recently been speaking out about the, that school that uh, she was sent to oh, for that's a right. year. And, yeah, it was apparently brutalized. Badly. And apparently other um, other attendees of that school echo her sentiments. She's now 40 years old, Paris Hilton. Jim Brown, Hall of Fame NFL running back, is 85 years old today. I bet she hung out with uh, Probably. Jim Brown. Yeah, those two were really close, I imagine. <laughs> Jim Brown had a uh, pretty uh, long-running film career. Yeah, yeah, he did. And, a lot of, and lot of, of pretty course, badass movies. And and in uh, in a uh, pop culture kind of way, he was in Running Man. Remember, yeah. he yes, was yeah, Fireball. Yeah. yeah, he was good. Uh, he's eighty five. Then you have uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt, also turning forty years old wow. today. I mentioned uh, Snowden last week. And, yes, uh, Steve, I know you like it too. I, yeah, I, really I, good movie. I don't know why it missed me, but uh, it did, and and I really enjoyed it. He's he's really great in that movie. I was watching uh, Inception was playing over the weekend and uh, kind of jumped in on that and forgot. Still don't know what it was about <laughs> exactly, but do you it like it any better? Interesting. Now, 
Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's strippy, obviously. Cool, but yeah. I, but you know what? I got to see it from beginning to end to try and follow it exactly what's happening. It won't yeah. help. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Press, you were uh, off air mentioning an amazing, amazing movie about an airplane that you watched over the weekend. There's a movie that he's in that is either on Amazon Prime or Netflix. I can't remember which one. Where but he's the, he's the pilot. He's the pilot. Yeah, it's very good, and it takes place basically solely in the cockpit okay. of the plane, and it is really, really compelling. I think I remember hearing about that. Was it called 7500? That's probably it. Yeah, Flight 7500. All right, so he is 40 years old today. Michael Jordan celebrates his birthday at 58 years old. So uh, I'm sure he's uh, hurting for cash. Yeah, he's probably trying to make ends meet right now. I never did see the documentary. I need to. I hear it's great. I I hear the really impressive part is the part that focuses in on his baseball career. Oh, really? Well, it came at the right time. There was no sports going on when it debuted, and so people were hungry for any. It was right in the middle of the pandemic, or right in the early stages of the pandemic. So people that were hungry for any sports content. Got to uh, dive deep on this one. I like how he responds to the ribbing he gets when he uh, gets emotional and starts crying. He's, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. The Jordan meme. The Jordan meme, yeah. Also, we have Jerry O'Connell, uh, who is 47 years old today. Yep, Casey's playing Stand By Me. Of course, he was in that movie. If that's all he ever did, Casey, that'd be enough in your world, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, Jerry Maguire. He was in, was he in uh, Dodgeball as well? Was he one of the... No. Mm, no, think you're thinking so. of uh, um, Justin Long. I No, uh, Justin Bateman. Yes. I mean, the, the, dodgeball? Yes. the color commentary guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, you're right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Jason Bateman, right? And I can or was see it that... Jerry O'Connell? No, no, no it was Bateman. It was Jason, Jason okay. Bateman. Jason those, Bateman. Those are two guys I get mixed up. <laughs> I can see that. All the I time. I can absolutely see that. Uh, so, Jerry O'Connell is 47 today. Renee Russo. Uh-huh. Uh, yep, she is celebrating her 67th birthday today. Is this from Tin Cup? It yeah. Is. That's right. Elegant woman, I think, became more attractive the older she got. Got yep. more roles the older she got. Yeah, you know what? You're yep. right about that. Uh, so, happy 67th to her. Jason Ritter, son of the late John Ritter. And an actor, a uh, successful actor himself. Has done some comedic acting, but actually got more traction doing acting acting. Mm-hmm. He's 41. Uh, it's Billy Joe Armstrong's birthday ah. today. Of Green Day. Billy is on the edge of turning 50 at 49 years old today. I just saw him in This is 40 over the weekend. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's great. About that. Uh, so happy 49th to him. It's also Lou Diamond Phillips' birthday ah. today. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is 59, so he's right on the edge of 60. Next year, we're going to have a lot of milestone ones. Uh, I know you're watching him in The Prodigal Son. Yeah, we're, oh, yeah. we're letting the episodes build up, and yeah. then, we'll, then we'll kind of binge them. You'll be uh, happy. It's a it's a great show. Uh, he's great in it, but uh, La Bamba, Stand and Deliver, a lot of great movies. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. Denise Richards, she turns 50 today. Uh, ex-wife of Charlie Sheen. Freaking right. wonderful. That's right. <laughs> I let that go. Uh, well, that's right. I was sleeping with hookers. <laughs> Freaking hookers. Wild Things, Starship Troopers, uh, Love Actually. I love the movie Starship Troopers. It is, I think if you haven't seen it in a long time, revisit it. It is a, uh, it's a satire. It's it's action. The effects still hold up. It's really good. So the big five zero today. Uh, Ricky Medlock, who played guitar and uh, sang in Leonard Skinner's, uh, turns uh, 71 years old Big today. fan of Roseanne? What's that? I this, this, is, no, this is Blackfoot. He was also oh, okay. in Blackfoot. Yeah, he was in Blackfoot. You're correct. Yeah. <laughs> 71 <laughs> years old today. Uh, it's also Larry the Cable Guy's ah, birthday. Larry is 58 years old. 
And uh, I remember the time we had we've had him on a few times, but uh, he he we we had the full interview. It was yeah. great. We hung up with the interview. Uh, and like five minutes later, the phone rings back, and he goes, "Hey, I had to call back or I got to say something." And he just goes, "Get her dead." <laughs> that was great. Yeah, you, you know, that was great. Kind of interesting. I wonder if he just because he has been this character for so long has become this character. Maybe, like you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like if you see yeah. footage of him when he first. Started in comedy. He Pretty was like standard guy. Standard guy with the sweater and the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I watched him. Uh, it was during some sort of golf pro-am. They had him read one of my tweets. Oh, you mentioned this. Yeah. yeah. And we have the audio of it. Now, here's the deal. It was a mean tweet. Oh, but that's I, right. But I didn't tweet at him. So yeah. somebody had to, like, go and, like, search this out. I wasn't trying to... He wasn't supposed to see this thing. You still put it out and there. I still put it out there. <laughs> but uh, do you want to hear him? Wait, you... You're defending yourself here? Yeah. That, that, uh, yeah. I didn't add him. Like, I, listen, I... Does that matter? Yeah. Absolutely matters. When you at somebody, I mean, like... <laughs> you want them to see you it. You want them to see it. Yeah. You're being a dick to them, right? When you at somebody. Yeah. When you you're at just, them. Where you being, at? This way, you're just being a dick behind their back. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which is totally fine. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I bet Jeremy Roenick's hair smells like Axe, Ben Gay, and Miller High Life. Celebrities reading mean tweets. Right, right, right. But it does look good. Oh my goodness, Stephen Curry, Stephen Curry, magical little twelve-year-old shooting elf. That's messed up. I got facial hair. I'm a twelve-year-old facial. Hair. I'm not sure what the big deal is with Denny. How many are we going through here? I have no idea. Yeah, let's see. So he's he's obviously because he's known as an athlete. That's why we're hearing this. twice by him. So I consider that a compliment. Thank you. God, I eat Marty Broder. Isn't isn't he like fifty-seven years old by now? How many years is he going to torture us? Not even that fun. Sorry, it won't be too long, but it was a pleasure for me to torture you guys. I had a dream last night that I told. Oh my Dude, God. Is it even in here? Yeah. DJ Oshi, I didn't know how to skate, and he pointed, laughed in my face, and now I don't like him even more. This is it. Uh, you must be a Blackhawk fan. Larry the Cable Guy looks like a fat Brett Favre. <laughs> and then he cries. Okay. I, I can't believe we had to sit through a minute of that. <laughs> if gonna, only it was at a place where you could immediately know where to go to, like, the end yeah. of the clip. <laughs> and by the way, I disagree. I think that's just being... Uh, I, I, Shut up, dude. You have no room to talk. <laughs> you have no room to talk. It's what we do on the air. I mean, it is what... You, I could... Yeah, okay. but you give people a hard time if they ever call you fat, and you just call that dude fat. Well, because he is. Uh, but I didn't call him fat to his face, Cass. It's, it's also Michael difference. Bay's birthday today. Hey, Michael Bay Michael is uh, 56 years old today. We met Michael Bay. Yep. Uh, it was cool. You know, he's known to be, uh, you know, kind of a, a hard ass on, on the sets, but he has the Michael Bay look. He's a good director. Um, yeah, not all his projects are my cup of tea, but right. interesting. He's 56 today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Who was the first woman to win six Grammys in one night? 215-263-WMMR. I'll go to Matt. Hey, Matt, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, Matt, who is the first woman to win six Grammys in one night? It is Beyonce. You are correct. Hey. Ah, Bay. You remember the Bay Hive. Hang on a second, Matt. We are going to give you a Blu-ray combo pack of the pulse-pounding disaster thriller Greenland, starring Gerard Butler, <laughs> Marina Baccarin, and Scott Glenn. You can own it now on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD. All right, bunch of stuff to get to. Let's begin with this. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry 
uh, set to share their story on a CBS primetime special with Oprah Winfrey on March 7th, by the way. Uh, the palace, however, is reportedly upset as uh, Courtier, uh, Cox. courtiers oh. weren't informed of the planned special. Okay, like uh, the Courtiers, royal... right, is that yeah. how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which will take place around the time that the queen is set to review their official status. Oprah has... Reportedly been courting the Sussexes for three years for the interview, playing uh-huh. the long game by serving as her mentor and befriending her mother, uh, Doria Ragland. Uh, royal correspondent uh, Kate Nichol wrote in Vanity Fair that it's not known whether Harry and Meghan have discussed a TV interview with the Queen, but they did not consult courtiers at Buckingham Palace uh, before agreeing to the interview, a palace source said that the couple is no longer obliged to inform the royal household of their plans now that they are non-working members of the royal family. So how the hell does this work out? They they rescinded or, or they are no longer considered active members of the royal family on most of their obligations, right? Right. Yep. So does that still mean that they would have to contact like, what if they yeah. wanted to do porn? I wouldn't think so. Yeah. yeah. If you want to do porn, that's you should all be able you, to do man. it now. You're no longer in the royal family. Observers assume that Meghan will like open Like OnlyFans stuff. Open up about what it's like to marry into the royal family and the often racist reception that she was given by members of the public and press. Prince William, in particular, is reportedly worried as he raised concerns about uh, Harry and Meghan's relationship at first and Harry and William's relationship has been estranged since they're announcing Megxit, supposedly. That's the word. But observers also believe that Meghan and Harry are going to talk about their move to California and their second expected child, of course. That was another story that came out recently. And they apparently have fallen in love with surfing. Uh, well, God bless them. It's so much fun. Everybody's doing it. Everyone lo- All the pregnant women are doing it. Uh, they may also open up about their multi-million partnerships with Netflix and Spotify. Uh, to be determined will be what they will say about the, their reception and current relationships with the Royals. Uh, but it is bound to come up. So, Oprah got the interview. It's coming out. Uh, Game of Thrones alums, Kit Harrington and Rose Leslie, they've welcomed their first child together. <laughs> Why does it feel like they, she's been pregnant for two years? It does. The pair announced that they were expecting in September, and they were photographed out together in London with their newborn on February 16th. Quick question, Kathy. Which mammal has the longest time from sex to birth? I don't know if you know that off the top of your head. Oh, my God, no. I was like, wait, why would I know this? I just figured. (laughs) You're up on that stuff. Uh, Harrington's rep told E that their bundle uh, is a boy and that they are very, very happy. Uh, She told the Post of expecting her child in October. I am thrilled to be expecting and can't wait to meet the new member of our family. They married in 2018. They did it at her ancestral castle in scotland remember she's technically a scottish princess yes she is the awesome. african elephant the african thank you kathy You're how welcome. long uh that i don't know either okay <laughs> that's the longest gestation period for how followed long? by the sperm whale okay. sperm whale of course it's in the name yeah. uh larry flint speaking of sperm celebration yeah. of life will amount to one big happy ending, a fitting homegoing for the man who built a porn empire. Flint's famed Hustler Club in Las Vegas is planning to honor its founder 
with one hell of a send-off next weekend that will mirror Larry's lifestyle. The club is still up and running? The Hustler Club? I guess so. The huh. club's popular dance group called Sexy After Dark will perform during the ceremony. I thought it became a Chuck E. Cheese. There will also be an on-stage memorial presentation followed by a rooftop balloon release. Aww. Uh, bartenders will be serving up a signature vodka drink called the Flint Goldfinger. Uh, the good news is, is everybody's invited. And if you're at least 21, it's open to the public. Tickets start at 50 bucks. Maximum party size is four. Social distancing and other COVID-19 regulations will be enforced, too. So it's going to be a great You're party. talking about a lifestyle that's flung all types of things between, you know, every type of sex act possible, and they're doing social distancing. Probably the first time ever at this club. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly appears to be channeling his inner Angelina Jolie as he posted a heartfelt Valentine's Day tribute to his girlfriend, Megan Fox. The 30-year-old musician took to Instagram on Sunday to share a carousel of images and footage of the pair. And in his, his caption, he claimed that he wears Fox's blood around his neck. Mm. Uh, one of the pics, pics featured a vial that appeared to contain a drop of blood and was hanging from a necklace. Uh, um, my wife has a necklace made out of the big toe for my right foot. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, he wrote and added uh, emojis that symbolize a knife and a drop of blood, a DNA symbol, and a rose that said, I wear your blood around my neck, my bloody valentine. I wear your blood. Uh, on the same day... Uh, Fox also shared a carousel to her Instagram of video and photos featuring the couple in honor of Valentine's Day. She wrote, there goes my heart manifest outside of my body draped in the towering silhouette of most unusually handsome boy, magical and haunted kinetic and tortured ethereal and dangerous cosmic lawless. Stop. Eternal creative genius. It's still going? I can you not. Wait, are you, it just sounded like you were putting words together. She just she was rifling through a thesaurus. <laughs> uh, that seems to... good. Yeah. Oh. So, I just yes. uh, Draped in the towering silhouette of most unusually handsome boy, magical and haunted, kinetic and tortured, ethereal and dangerous, cosmic, lawless, mm. eternal creative genius. Cut to a week from now. You're so goddamn stupid. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, she continued saying, the journey will likely be perilous, but there is no destination without him. Happy Valentine's Day, Rehab Barbie. I'm sorry, were you talking to me? <laughs> You've been talking to me all that time. The journey will be perilous. Yes. <laughs> this is when you think the world revolves around you. That's how you speak. This is That's like what Gandalf tells you before you yeah. leave the Shire. Right. To head off on I your... I have something to tell you, Machine yeah. Gun Kelly. It will be perilous. Oh, Jenny will be perilous. Yeah. My earth child, wonder kind, loving glow boy, or whatever the hell she said. So anyhow, uh, included in There'll her... be lots of dragons and elves. All sorts of stuff. In, included in her carousel was footage of... Uh, but as long as you keep ripping off the sound of Blink-182, you'll <laughs> be fine. Included in her carousel was footage of Fox holding on to his waist from behind him. Ah. While she had her feet on top of his as he walked around the room. Oh, boy. Uh, additionally, one of the uh, pics Fox posted showed the rapper licking her pursed lips, by the way. So they're, they're having all kinds <laughs> they're of They're just fun. so adorable. Aren't they? So totes adorbs. Mm-hmm. Kendall Jenner announced her new line of tequila on Tuesday. 
Yeah. It's named 818 for the area code in Calabasas, and Kendall said that it has been a journey to make it to this point. Hey, a journey, just like a Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Megan Fox. Uh, she writes, after, be perilous. after dozens of blind taste tests, trips to our distillery, entering into world tasting competitions anonymously, and winning three and a half years later, I think we've done it. Uh, Kendall added, this is all we've been drinking for the last year, and I can't wait for everyone else to get their hands on this to enjoy it as much as we do. Uh, Drink 818, coming soon. Uh, She shared pics of herself and pals enjoying 818 with shots of agave plants as well. As Kendall said, TMZ reports that 818 did sweep multiple competitions, and many wondered who was behind it, and now they know. Are you a tequila dude at all? Uh, I like margaritas, but I'm not a... Tequila sipper. No, mm. it's not my it's not my flavor. Uh, Momager Chris Jenner hit the ground running, posting on social after the official announcement, writing, Kenny, I'm so proud of you and the years of work and love you've put into the drink. So excited for this. That's what she calls Kendall. Kenny. 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 Hey, we're just get that tequila, Kenny. Uh, everyone like he had a lot of plastic surgery. Uh, everyone goes, uh, she said, go follow drinks 818 now. Okay. Steve, I know you're not a drinker, but have you ever tried tequila? I have. It's uh, not for drinkers. No. I, it's, I, it's, I, it's just about the I worst. I took a tiny sip and wanted to die. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't call it satisfying. No. No, you it's, know, it's, it's quenching. Are you thirst. saying Kenny's lying? I'm just saying at, at 1 a.m. when people bust out the tequila shots at the bar, uh, go home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Go, go home. home. God, that used to be. That was our thing, man. In of my uh, In my early 20s. Yeah. Cuervo, tequila late at night? Shots of Cuervo, man. Just in, And you do it with the, the salt and lime. Yeah, and you're already hammered. Oh, yeah. You, you don't need it. No. Uh-uh. It's, it's just something that you did. It's tequila time. Mm-hmm. What's that on your face? Man, oh, man. Leprosy. Let's go home. All right, uh, Adam Sandler celebrated Happy Gilmore's 25th anniversary on Twitter by showing off his golfing chops in a video he actually did. And we should have clips of this, by the way, Casey. He actually did the uh, Happy Gilmore run up and hit the ball. And uh, you don't see where it goes, but he does make contact with it. And here's here's a clip of him doing it. Okay, it's been 25 years since I've done this. Let's see what happens. I'm scared. Shooter McGavin, this is for you. And I'm not lying to you, that is smashed. (laughs) Smashed. And that went pretty well. You're dead, Shooter. (laughs) (laughs) And Christopher McDonald answered back after he saw that, and he posted a video of him uh, putting in his living room. Here we go. He putts into a glass. Nice drive, Gilmore. 25 years, huh? Let's see if it's uh, Shooter's Tour. Check it out. Oh, yeah. It's all about the short game. Drive for show, putt for the dough. Money. (laughs) (laughs) And then he tells him to meet on the ninth green at nine (laughs) as well. Wear something nice. Uh, So, yeah, and that's exactly it. Wear something nice. So they had a little back and forth, which is cool. 25 years ago, dude, that is hard to believe. 
Were you a uh, fan of the movie when it came out? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a crap movie, but it's a fun crap movie. The whole side story with uh, with Ben Stiller as the orderly <laughs> that's at great. the uh, retirement home is just yeah. so <laughs> horribly bad and wrong, and just the look on his face, the abuse of orderly. When he when when Gilmore turns away and, and he looks at at his mom yeah. and does the the knife across the throat thing and says I'm gonna kill you, it's just terrible, man. And when did he he revive that character? What was it? Hubie Halloween, right? Oh yeah, uh huh. He's yeah. exactly that character. It's okay. hilarious. Uh, so we may do a little uh, Adam Sandler stuff later on in honor of the 25th anniversary of Happy Gilmore. Uh, Justice League star Ray Fisher is reaffirming his claims that Joss Whedon verbally and psychologically abused him on the 2017 film after Zack Snyder departed as director. He shared his story in July of 2020, but his claims were dismissed after investigation. He was removed from the Justice League franchise as well. Since then, Charisma Carpenter accused Whedon of misconduct on the set of Buffy. Uh, as her co-stars, including Sarah Michelle Geller and Michelle Trachtenberg, have all backed her up. She said that she was speaking out in part because Fisher had shared his story, and he thanked her. And David Boreanaz has stepped up as well. And on Monday night, Fisher tweeted, There's only one reason that I haven't been sued by Joss Whedon, Toby Emmerich, uh, Jeff Johns, John Berg, or Walter Hamada. They know I'm telling the truth. Mm. Meanwhile, Buffy alum Nicholas Brennan is telling fans that he's biding his time before speaking out. He said on Facebook, it's very personal for me, so I'll speak on that when I'm ready to speak on that because he and I have a relationship, had a relationship. And a big part of it's a big part of my life, a very emotional part of my life, and I want to give it proper respect and time that it deserves. He said, I just hope that uh, growth comes and healing comes from uh, and him being a better person because I think uh, that's what uh, every day is about. You know what I mean? Not beating somebody up. Uh, the Criminal Minds alum continued saying, I mean, were there transgressions? Yeah, there were. To me as well. I have my relationship with Joss as well, and I love him. I mean, for me, I I took the good. I took the bad, but that's not everybody. It's I love a fact of life. I love and support charisma very much, and I know that story and it's not a kind story, he said. So, uh, yeah, he's kind of staying on the fence on that one. Uh, how about this? Kristen Wiig gave her twin babies a shout out at the end of Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar. The producer and star thanked them alongside her husband, Avi Rothman, uh, and revealed their names. So what are they? Their names are Luna and Shiloh. Those are nice names. I yeah. Like those. Yeah. Pronounced- yeah. They're a little Hollywood, but not overly. It's pronounced Shiloh, Kristen. No, he's <laughs> not. <laughs> Oh yeah, shallow. That's shallow. right. Yeah, I thought the song uh, from like the, the Stars Born was, was in the sh- Shiloh. Shiloh. I thought it was Shiloh. Yeah, as in the famous. Listen to it. Battlefield. It really uh, sounds like Shiloh. Civil War. Did any of you see Barb? I watched Barb and Star over the weekend. Yeah. No. And I, I, you know, it was. I wanted so much for it to be one of, a movie that I enjoyed because it's from the bridesmaids people and they're super talented. But uh, it should have been a skit instead of a movie. Uh, the pair welcomed uh, twins via surrogate last year. Uh, let's go back to the Jenner Kardashian clan. For oh, a yeah. Kylie has gotten her hands on a cult pair of Birkenstocks that only cost uh, $76,000. Oh, good for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. A pair of Birkenstocks. So what makes them $76,000? They're made from deconstructed Aramis Birkin bags. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Uh, the Brooklyn shop uh, Mischief has drawn a following for its high-low yeah. viral products. Steve, I got an idea. 
Merkenstocks. Yeah, mm-hmm. made of ah, pubic hair. Yes. Pubic yeah. hair. I like it. But pubic hair of famous people. Is that her? It yeah. sure is, yeah. So on her Instagram, she posts stuff about Birkenstocks and then just flat out boob shots. Yeah, well, not only that. Look at the look at the downstairs. She's wearing a, a string bikini. It's kind of it's almost like a micro bikini. I'm yeah, all, I'm looking. she's wearing it. Uh, she's also wearing it upside down, Steve. The top, that's a big thing which to is do the now. Trend now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, it shows more under boobs. Yeah, she's wearing it upside down, but the bottom part is just a little patch. Something else. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you see I don't that? Hate, I don't hate that. Do you see that flipped over bikini top thing becoming something, Kathy? The the <laughs> for under boob under boob is the big thing now. I mean. Go for it. Yeah. Mine would be flopping all over the place. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Uh, So anyhow, she bought a $76,000 pair of Birkenstocks. Gosh, that's They're really nice. I mean, not for $76,000, but... 76. What would you top out for that that pair, Kathy? Me? Yeah. 50. What's the most you would pay for that pair of... For that pair of shoes... $150. One hundred and fifty. One hundred fifty dollars. Okay, yes. there you go. So you're you're almost there. Almost. You're almost, almost. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Emma Stone's Cruella is pretty punk rock. The 32 year old is taking on the iconic Disney 101 Dalmatians villain in a live action film that follows how she became obsessed with using dogs' skins in her design. So it's kind of an origin story of Cruella Deville as huh. Emma Stone. I could see Emma Stone doing that. She can. She can make a she crazy pull face it off. pretty well. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that is coming out on May 28th. So look for that down the road a little while. Uh, Rihanna, her Savage X Fenty lingerie line. Which is, is all I wear. Well, it's now worth a billion dollars. Oh wow. Good on yeah, you. Well, she's what? super, super. Like a now, billion. Like that a billion. Does, That's your business advisor. That doesn't mean she has made a billion dollars. No. So a second round of funding for the brand secured a whopping $115 million for Savage X Fenty with L. Catterton, a private equity firm that fashion house LVMH has a stake in, taking out a stake in the line. So this obviously has by far eclipsed any money she's ever made in music. I don't know how much she's made in music, but I can't can't see it being a This is her line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Fenty clothing label was tailored to the high-end market, whereas Fenty Beauty and Savage X Fenty is more affordable. Oh, I wear the Savage X. Well, that's, I, that's more my style. The more affordable line. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wearing year, Savage X right now. Uh, Savage X Fenty saw revenue growth of more than 200% and increased its active VIP member base by more than 150%. And then there's Derelict X. Uh, the line was launched in 2018 and is anticipated to be in the market's leader by 2025. Yeah, how about that? Jeez. Look uh, at that. And Kendall's got her uh, tequila. Yeah. You got to get a bit of fame and then you get behind a product that's sort of a hit that you can promote. And then you're off and running. All these all these actors that are involved in these secondary projects that hit, totally, they make ten times as much money as they did while acting. I'm just you know around that basic level. Look at look at uh, George Clooney, yeah. his booze, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, you got to well two things. You got to number one, you have to have a, a big strong celebrity name, uh, and then you got to get the right product. How many of those Good Morning at Cubs have you sold? Oh my God! Are we uh, on our way to your first billion? Sixty? Okay. Like so, so you're on your way to a billion. It's like getting a there. Billion. Even though it doesn't even go to you, I don't get a penny money. of any of that. Well, that was I bad business planning. Uh, all right, you made so much money off the Gadzooks ice cream, though. Oh, <laughs> you totally so tired. Yeah. All right. And the one last story: Sex Education's Simone Ashley is set to lead 
in uh, Bridgerton season two. Ooh, Kathy. I can't wait. When's it coming out? Soon? Uh, I don't know. Probably I don't think not. So. Not for a while. <laughs> you know he's hosting SNL this weekend. Oh, is he? Yes, he is. Oh, all right. I'll so hold. she'll star as Anthony Bridgerton's love interest, Kate Sharma. So I don't know who Anthony Bridgerton is. It's probably the bro- one of the brothers. Okay. Uh, yep. So her name, uh, she'll be Kate Sharma. So look Sharma. The... Squeezably soft. Yeah. All right. We're ready for clips. The new film, The World to Come, shares the story of two neighboring couples in mid-19th century America facing hardship and isolation. Here, star Vanessa Kirby discusses what it's like to be an actor. Mm. Like, acting is so crazy. I mean, crazy wigs, crazy accents. You feel like an idiot half the time. You don't believe yourself most of the time when you're doing it because it is, it's role play. It's like, it's like a fantasy world we're all creating. And if you, there's madness to it. Shut the f*** up! The World to Come is in theaters now. Here's the next clip. In the new Netflix sitcom, The Crew, life goes off track for a NASCAR crew chief and his racing team when a new boss comes along. In this clip, star Kevin James talks about how he'd handle his fictional job in real life. Crew chief, forget about it. There's so much to know and to, you know, you got to be ahead of it. And, like, it's it's amazing, but it's really interesting. It makes... It makes for an amazing sitcom. You know, that, that's what I'm excited about. Shut the f*** up! The crew is available for streaming on Netflix now. And that's the report for today, my friend. We have a secret text where we have a chance for you to win a documentary called Long Live Rock Celebrate the Chaos. Text word secret 39333. Let's see if you win that later on this morning. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day today. We have a guest. His name is Jacob Panic. He runs a show called Bongs and Banjos. It's big on YouTube. He does bong hits, and he plays the banjo. <laughs> and we'll talk to Jacob later on this morning. You and know, for an entertainer to deliver what they promise, it's rare. He uh, does. And it's exactly right there in the name. So uh, we'll talk to him, and we also have uh, some stuff to give away. going to play a contest, so we'll come back in a moment. Stay with us on this, uh, what's turning out to be a sunny Wednesday, and the sun is good. We'll be right back. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. Bullbeat. Steve and I don't like that song. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. No, we have to be honest listen. with you. If you always just say, man, that's a great song. I'm just, I, you know, But listen, some people love it. I like the boogie-woogie beat and everything, but uh, when he does that little Elvis impersonation in the middle, yeah, I'm like, yeah. dude, shut up. you got to think of the day you say these things. It's Wednesday. We have a meeting. You're gonna... No, Bill is going to say, I commend you for your candor, because if you love anything, then you love nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but he could also say, you really should support I the music. I wish you would play. support the goddamn music. Bud's <laughs> yeah. Volbeat, and some people like, dude, they're very successful. They, they are. They great. don't need us. I don't have to love everything that we play. I love most of what we play, but uh, <laughs> in the top two texts, because it's, it's a perfect example of how listeners feel. All right, this one says, uh, this song has really cool vocals and just is an all-around jam, and the one right after that says, this song's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw every style into one tune and do it badly. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. it's music. It's a, you know, We're simply representative of the listeners, however, both both of us hate the song. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow. Can't please all the people all the time, man. 
Yeah, it's you know it's funny. I'm going back to the the song thing. You know, sometimes I'll I'll come out of something and I'll and I'll say, man, I re- yeah, I really like that song. Blah blah blah. And then I'll see responses that are like, you guys just say that because you have to say that. You know, you have. Well, here's no, proof. I here's actually, proof. When I say yeah. that I like a song, I actually like that song. If I don't say anything, I might not like that song. Or it might be Volbeat, and you say, I don't like that song. You might have a piece of bagel in your mouth. That, too. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. You never know. Couldn't, couldn't comment on it, uh, on it quite then. Yeah, so, anyway. Um, uh, I've been thinking about this for weeks. Weeks and weeks. Today is Lent, and what am I going to give up? No, I'm kidding. I just found out it was. <laughs> it starts today. I saw it this morning. Today's the first day of Lent. I you guess. Know, yeah, and I think it's. I think it catches a lot of people off guard with all the crap that's been going on. But yes, it is. Uh, right. Uh, it begins today officially. Yeah. Today yeah, it's yes- Ash yeah. It's Ash Wednesday. Yesterday was Mardi Gras. Yeah. So Woo! you guys yeah, have right. fun. Oh, Woo! Yeah, it oh yeah, I had an Impossible Burger and went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Uh, I was just drinking. Jenner tequila all night long. <laughs> Woo! Uh, but no, so obviously it's time to to give a bad habit uh, for the six weeks that follow. Okay, you know what I've given up? What? Socializing with people. Oh, that's, you know what? It can lead to bad things. <laughs> yes. So, so uh, in fact, I gave it up last March. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wallet Hub has ranked U.S. states to see which are the most sinful states. Okay, what is... Okay, now, if I were to think of when you talk about sinful states, you think of Nevada. Yeah. Because of Las Vegas. Yeah. And right? You're right. It's number one. We're just going to get that one out of the way. Yes. Yeah. I think everybody would pretty much. Let's knock it off. But listen, they went through nearly four dozen metrics in seven categories that closely align with the seven deadly sins. So here's how they did it. They, All right. Uh, they ran- Are you listening, God? Anger and hatred, which examine such factors as violent crimes, sex offenders, and bullying. Ooh. Jealousy, uh, which they ranked as identity theft and fraud. Uh, excess and vices, obesity rates, uh, share of adult smokers, and drug overdose deaths. Greed, which are gambling disorders, embezzlement, and arrests. Lust, time spent on porn sites, prostitution arrests as well. Wait a second. There's porn online? There is. Welcome to oh. a whole new world, see. Oh, my God. Uh, vanity, which they ranked by beauty salons per capita and money spent on personal care products. Okay. And laziness, uh, time spent watching TV. Sloth. Share, share of adults who don't exercise. Yeah, that's sloth, exactly. Yeah. Um, so they've come sloth. up. There he is. Uh, they've come up with the most sinful states and the least sinful states. All right, I'm going to. I'm going to. Can I guess least sinful? Sure. I'm going to go with Utah. That's the one I would have guessed, too, but that's 47 out of 50. How about that? It's actually Wyoming. Wyoming. Yes. Wyoming. no one there. Uh, So it it all kind of, well, other than there's one thing that kind of stands out. So Wyoming is the least sinful, then Idaho, then Vermont. I wouldn't have put Vermont on Well, that's syrup. And then Utah, uh, Utah, not U2, Utah. And then New Hampshire, Iowa, Maine, we have to end up in this list. Uh, North Dakota, Nebraska, and Minnesota. Uh, but the most sinful, yes, Nevada is number one. Nevada, as they say it in, in Nevada. Uh, California was two. By the way, Nevada ranked number one in the greed category. Huh. Okay. Uh, then you had California. Because well, of the gambling. Then yeah. Texas. And Texas ranked number one in the lust category. Yeah, I can see that. There's a lot of banging in Texas. Which is interesting. So so they rank that by time spent on porn sites and prostitution oh, arrests. Geez. What's your name, sweetheart? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Georgia ranked number four in most sinful in that it is number one in the jealousy category. What does Georgia have to be jealous about? Uh, Maybe a lot. I don't know. Uh, I I would be curious to see how they broke down the explanation or the calculation of the jealousy. Chances are, if I lived in Georgia, I'd want to, I'd be jealous of somewhere else, too. Yeah. Uh, But jealousy was ranked as identity theft and fraud. Okay, identity, well, do you consider... (laughs) You want to be someone else. I don't know if I consider identity theft, uh, uh, um, jealousy, more than just a criminal act. I think that they were just yeah, diving into great. whatever made sense. Bastard. Uh, number five most sinful state is Florida. Number six was Louisiana, which ranked number one in excesses and vices. You know what? What? So when like for the the years ago when we went to the um, the premiere for the movie Pearl Harbor, and we were walking around in Oahu. You know, you and I were walking around. There were hookers all over the place, like high yeah. price hookers. But I mean, yeah. I've been to some places sometimes where I'm like, I would say this is like, this is like Sodom and Gomorrah. This is like, you know, this is like a sinful town, you know, where there's just, it just you just feel like yeah. there's a seedy sort of, and it was a beautiful, oh, it's beautiful, but it's like, wow, I think there's a lot of seediness going on those, here. Those are the only prostitutes I've ever seen in my life. Oh, really? Yeah. I've I never... used to see them all the time driving through the city, yeah. coming through the Lincoln Tunnel. Uh, they used to. They used to actually um, before years ago. Before Giuliani, I remember taking a drive with my my family going in and to the city to see the Christmas tree, and you'd pass through the Queens Midtown Tunnel. You come out on the other side. There'd be hookers there. I've never been to Hawaii, but I have been to Vegas and New Orleans a lot, and those towns uh, beat you up. Like that, you feel yeah. like you've sinned just by getting off the plane, and then uh, when yeah. you leave, you feel like you need a vacation after having been in Vegas right. or New Orleans. Uh, number seven was uh, most sinful uh, state was Tennessee, and that ranked number one in anger and hatred. There's a lot of sinning in Nashville, right? I mean, people party there now. Sure is. Yeah. A lot of stills up in the in the hills. Stills um, in the hills. Let me see. How did they rank anger and hatred? Uh, let's see here. Examine such factors as violent crime, sex offenders, and bullying. Uh, uh, like Volbeat? Yes, no. That was the uh, judging parameter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anger and hatred. <laughs> uh, number eight was South Carolina. Number nine, Illinois. And number 10 was Mississippi, which ranked number one in the laziness category. Interesting. Which I could see that. A little, little more slower pace. Hanging outside on the porch That's with the right. other hee-haw honeys. Huh? So have you guys given any thought? We, we, we kind of go through this every year of, of uh, those who are going to abstain from something. <sighs> I've... Normally, in any given year, I'd go to mass twice a day, but because of no, no. <laughs> I, I, I actually have not thought about this at all. Yeah, I kind know. of forgot. Yeah, I know. There's been so much else on the proverbial plate to think of. Yeah, and you don't have the constant reminder that you'd normally have. With- I, I, I have my my one reminder is my friend because her and I usually go out to dinner um, before. You know, Ash Wednesday before Lent starts and we'll get a cookie Sunday at Redstone. It's like a tradition. We've been doing yeah. it for years. Um, and she actually emailed me this morning and said, hey, this is the first year in like as long as we can remember that we haven't done this. Um, and then we got into the conversation. She's like, what are you giving up? And so it made me think about it. But she does. Um, she fasts once a day uh, every week. So I'm thinking about maybe trying that. She's not eating one day. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, she'll she'll fast for 24 hours. Um, and that's in addition to whatever she's giving up. And she's like a super good person. She also will not she gives something up, but she'll also um, do something for somebody like whatever. What if it's an act of kindness or whatever once a week? Because she thinks if you're giving something up, that's really more for you. Oh. So she likes to do stuff for other people. No, too. that's 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 a that's a very good way to approach it. I think I might fast completely throughout Lent. Stop it you can't do that. <laughs> for six <laughs> weeks. No food. All right. Is that doable? Or I don't know how well the body Let's can respond. Shot. Let's just give it a it. shot. I'm doing great. <laughs> That's great. I really feel like it's been a positive experience. <laughs> what's what's your biggest vice? What is uh what's something that um that and I guess a vice is something that's considered bad for you? Is that what it is? Uh, I mean, what when the Vice Squad shows up, what are they going after? That's probably it's, it's always stuff that's bad. I would say, yeah, you're probably right. Though we have our personal vices. Well, I mean, like I mean, you I, mean, like I, as far as what, like to give up? Is that what you mean? What, what seduces you the easiest? If if you were to refrain or abstain from it, what do you have to fight the most yeah, ardent so- battle for to stop? From succumbing to its charm, right? Uh, that would be chocolate. And I had yeah. this conversation with my friend all the time because she she says that that's for you, but it's like, I mean, I guess it is for me, but I just find it to be like I just I overindulge. So it's like it's time. This is a good time to to not do that and to see if you know you can you can give it up for the forty days. Yeah. For, so I'm good at at keeping things in check, and I follow rigorous schedules and training stuff like that but you sent a tray of chocolate chip cookies down in front yeah, of me that are fresh <laughs> i'm sorry mother effer uh, you know uh, make enough for me to just eat one all of them in one <laughs> shot right now because i'm i'm going i'm going to become a monster see yeah. i don't like i won't binge like that but i will have like a tiny piece it's like your little cup of ice cream preston i'll mm-hmm. have like a tiny piece of chocolate probably every day Okay. You know, like a little like Hershey square or Hershey kiss or something like that. So even though it's not a ton and I'm not eating the, yeah. a bag of it, I still would have a hard time I, not Wait a minute. It. Like by Hershey square, do you mean like one of those little rectangles from a Hershey bar? Yeah. That's more pathetic than my little thing of ice cream. Okay, no, no, but I, I, I have to have it have every both day. Be, right? Like, I, that's not good. Dark I shouldn't be doing that. Covered almonds, I can do two or three. Like, like yeah, really those, small. Yeah. And that's yeah. enough. That's enough for the sweetness. I consider <laughs> it's pathetic, uh, but I, I, you know, like I'll have like a, a cup of tea with uh, in the evening with um, sugar in it, and that's my my treat. But still, you know, the thing that'll make me snap again is this effing chocolate chip cookies. And my wife made a whole bunch of them for Valentine's Day. It's my gift. Wait, my chocolate square is more lame than your <laughs> your tiny yeah. ice cream. your spoonful of ice cream. It's not a spoonful; it's a half cup. <laughs> As versus one little little thing. By the way, that thing they call, they call it a pip. Do you do yeah, you hold pip. it with with a pip of ice your finger? I take four a bite. fingers and, <laughs> like like a, as like if a it's gerbil. a whole candy bar. Yeah. I eat mm. it in four bites. It's like like the Jetsons sitting down to their pill meal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd say booze is probably my biggest vice. I guess. Yeah, How hard is it there. for you to? You're to, not going now. <laughs> I did. I did it one year. Uh, I did wine one year, like specifically wine, but I was still able to have beer. But I was like kind of on my way out with the beer. Like I didn't really want it. Right. So if I like needed a beverage, I would have that. But uh, this year, listen, there's How, a lot going on this year. I'm not keeping up <laughs> no, Stop it. I know. We, I you've, we've almost, t- to that point, Preston, we've almost collectively been forced into a Lent, uh, you know, to, to give up things. Yeah. And it's like, you just want to add that on the pile? I didn't do Can dry January. Can you give Jan- me my cocaine, please? I didn't do dry January because. Right. Because. No. Yeah, because. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. No. 
a cause. Yeah, and in fact, you should have doubled your alcohol intake for January. <laughs> I think I might have. Stinking <laughs> drunk January. Yeah, now that I look back, I, I think I might have done it. So does that fall under gluttony? Uh, if, yes. If we're talking yeah. about, okay, so. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Or, or you know, what are the seven deadly sins, Lust, by the way? gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. Yeah, and I guess it would be gluttony. What's in the box? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess for me it's either gluttony or lust. I, I don't think I'm very... Sloth-like, despite some popular opinions. <laughs> uh, what about greed? No. Would that would would being a uh, a penny pincher kind of fall under greed? I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't have to have all of that for myself. I'm I'm happy to share. Okay. I just uh, don't want other people to have. <laughs> no, I, I I don't think that's technically greed. Um, being no, not envy. being frugal. I've I've had moments of wrath, but I don't feel like that's uh, a. a persistent problem right you know they're tough why did they have to come up with such a good list yeah exactly and by the way steve you so you said um uh there's a uh, churches are doing something different today well they can't like with uh with ash wednesday where the thing would be to, to take the ash and and you know they the, the the priest would you know make the mark on your on your head across i don't understand the reasoning behind that they give out communion every day i don't know and that that's going yeah, from right? your like, hand to your mouth what the freak is the difference between your thumb going on your forehead. So, it's usually so many more people, but really, you're no, right. No, well, it's not. It is. It's most how they're going to do it. Like, yeah. The churches are going to have uh, like a large sort of um, rollers attached to Roombas, yeah. and they're going to come out <laughs> and roll up and down your face and then go back. No, I no, don't know. My, that, that's They're either going to sprinkle the ash over you, I understand. Or my church is doing a Q-tip, a Q-tip. they said. Yeah. A Q-tip. Yes. Okay. Which is actually might be better, because sometimes the thumb is it, it's a big I smudge, guess, yeah. and, and you could actually be a little bit more artistic with you know, it'd be great, like an ink stamp. That'd be great, right? Just <laughs> bang. To be hand. honest, if you dipped it in the ash, yeah, it'd work, right? Wouldn't that work? <laughs> like, like stamping up, yeah. Mm. I like that. Mm. I think so. Uh, well, if you're going to give something up, then uh, today is the day you get started on it. So, um, <laughs> did, you, did you hear of any sort of at whatsoever, any sort of Mardi Gras, anything? No. Mardi Gras itself didn't take place. No, I heard more about the Fosnock than I did about any sort of Mardi Gras. You know what? Yeah. I saw those at the store yesterday. And is that... That's uh, that's the thing that they apparently... It's it's a donut yeah, of some yeah. sort that they only make for... Well, at least my bakery only does it on uh, Fat Tuesday. Did you okay. get some? Yeah. I did not. I saw them on sale yesterday. Didn't we I've talk never had about them. it? There's like a famous bakery, wasn't it? In... We talk about them every yeah. year. Yeah. We, yeah. Okay. Fosnockers. Yeah. And it's this, right? This is yep. what they make? Yep. Okay. But they had them, uh, yeah, they had them in the store yesterday, and they were kind of, they're kind of rectangular shaped or, or square. Have and... you ever had one? Yeah, we had them on the air here. Jack Hats. Yeah, Jack Hats, my bakery. That's right. They, they were, were very them. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I missed out on that, too. Yeah. So, uh, and I guess it's, so you can be kind of decadent right before giving up. The, Whatever it yeah, is, you're supposed so. to eat them while pleasuring yourself <laughs> and smoking, and drinking and smoking, <laughs> and and gambling. You're supposed to spin the roulette wheel, put the cigarette in your mouth, drink out of the other side of your mouth, pleasure yourself, and eat the donut. Yeah. My God, I was watching. Uh, you know, Alex Holly was posting on Instagram yesterday in her stories stuff about um, Mardi Gras, and and it reminded me of what Mardi Gras once was in Philly. I just, you know, even in New Orleans this year, the parade was limited or, or eliminated. They had, you know, Preston, I think you talked about the pl- uh, places where they were decorating their own homes to look, make them look like floats, which was cool. But, I, you know, I, I just don't think of Mardi Gras as a thing around here. In <laughs> there was, there, Preston, there was some, like, I forgot to mention this. There was a tacit mentioning of the old rituals of uh, Fat Tuesday 
on um, on uh, South Street and the parties and one of the a news story maybe it was on Fox was talking about it uh, about and they referenced that year that we had our our broadcast with Y one hundred in the morning and that riot broke out on the street mm-hmm. at night. And the banners all along I the know. street were Y100 banners. In fact, I think there was yeah. footage of uh, of those, <laughs> those essentially they were like uh, barriers being lifted up and thrown. And there are our banners on the barriers as it being tossed no. over the crowd. We're We've like, been yeah. gone for hours. Oops. Yeah. That uh, that bar doesn't exist anymore either, right? I, mean, I, don't, I haven't been down that way in a long time, so I don't really know. And that um, was a, it was a chain. Fat Tuesday was yeah. because yeah. there were ones in Key West and yep. other like spring break towns and stuff. Yeah, it was all frozen. Remember they had 90 octane right, was right. a big drink. Which uh, I always thought was a ruse. You know, I didn't think that they put that much booze in there. It I was agree. mostly just ice. I agree. There's no, I there's no like way. But we things. would go do those. I remember, you know, and when I came to Philadelphia and started doing the shows with you guys, or even with the uh, at, at DRE, and everyone was talking about Fat Tuesday and Fat Tuesday yeah. and, and the whole, and the celebration, there was there was no corollary uh, to, in New York, there was never a big thing about Fat Tuesday and a celebration. Here, they had it. And uh, when I when I finally got to see how how you know over the top it was, and we did our first live broadcast from that from Fat Tuesday, and there were people in line, hammered, mm. hammered, at four thirty five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, in in St. Louis, they they make a big deal out of uh, yeah. Mardi Gras. It's, uh, they have a parade, they do the whole thing. Is it? It has. Uh, there's French origins in the city, right? Right. Uh, so it kind of ties in with that as well, and. So that was uh, something that I grew up with going down to the parties. There was a certain part. By the way, it's uh, apparently Marissa said, yeah, it's still open, Nick. No kidding. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that Tuesday on South Street. So wow. You're going to get some 90 octane today. That's uh, 190 octane. Right? They, they, oh, 190. Yeah, yeah they right. have to. I mean, that's false advertising, right? Like, I mean. I don't know. What is 190? I mean, 190 proof or something? Well, I mean, 190 proof would be way too much. I think it's just a name. But, I mean, you can't. It's like putting on the menu in McDonald's. Well, this is only 100 calories when clearly. It's 500 calories. You Did know? you remember the um, the the shooters girls that would go around at yeah. bars oh, and yeah. sell the little uh, yeah. test tubes? Yeah. Did that have alcohol I didn't know in if it? those had alcohol no. in or no. And they'd charge you five bucks for one. Oh. It was like colored Woo! water. Tutors! <laughs> Is that what they yeah. called them? Yeah. Tutors? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think they were tutors, right? Shooters, no? Shooters or tutors or whatever. We yeah. Shooters. Yeah, they were ridiculous. And then they'd have the, like the, uh, the, like the, bull- the, the, um, yep. The, like the a gondolier. Gondolier. yeah, right. With the uh, the uh, shots slid into mm-hmm. each little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember when the um, Fat Tuesday? It, it was probably the year after the big riots when they got. They got held up. They, there was an inside job. I do remember because that. it was such a cash business yes. that they came in through the back door and walked out with tens of thousands of dollars of straight profit. God, you know what? Yeah, though? I vaguely remember. It that. was fun. I mean, mm. I I don't even drink, uh, so. You'd say, well, what's the attraction? It was just fun. It was cool. It was a lot of people having a good time. I got in a lot of trouble for grabbing a girl's boobs there one time <laughs> when we were we were doing our show. You weren't there, were you? No, it was before no, you. No, no, no. no. You, you, you were just a, like a little, little girl at that time. I was still time. playing with Barbies. Yeah. <laughs> this gal uh, was on a guy's, uh, and listen, this, this is me, drunk me, doing something stupid. Everyone in that room was hammered. And so she was up on a... Uh, <laughs> 
up on a guy's shoulders, <laughs> and she took her top off, and she had large breasts, and she came over to me for that. Purpose. And I kind of gestured at you know, yeah, can I can I touch them? And she gave me the go ahead, and I reached out and just grabbed <laughs> both of her boobs. And Rochelle was there. Oh, <laughs> I got in I trouble. You in trouble. I'm like, like it. I'm playing for the crowd. I'm doing <laughs> the things. Did you think I like that? Crazy. And she cut me off for a while. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't look. I didn't get wood or anything like that. How, how can you be married to oh, me well, and not understand I'm a performer? Mm-hmm. I didn't get wood. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So then that's all right. Yeah, it did nothing for yeah, me. Yeah, right. Good. It was right? nothing. Yeah. I didn't did get wood. What's her problem? <laughs> In a court of law, that would be your defense. <laughs> your honor. Did you get wood? <laughs> I did no, not. No, your honor. I did not, your honor. Would you, would you please read that back? Uh, defendant said he did not get wood. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all okay. But but I, I gauge uh, just in this room uh, participation in Lent because I don't take part in myself. Uh, the interest level, and it seems like you guys don't even really care <laughs> no, I'm going this year. To. Or you I, are I going like to. I feel okay. like, yeah, I should, I should care. I usually talk to Chuck about it. I want to know what he's giving yeah, up. Yeah, He always yeah. gives something up. Right. Um, mm. No, I'll, I will do it. I'll try. I think last year I failed miserably. Mm. Um, so maybe I'm going to try not to fail. How's that? <laughs> Where was something, Case, didn't you try to get something going amongst us? Like, uh, oh, we did it a couple of years ago. What we, was it? Um... Instead of Pollyanna, Secret Jesus. So we picked. Oh yeah, that's right. That's we had, we, we, had we, picked, we picked names out of a hat and we assigned something that everybody had to it give was a up. Failure. Yeah, yeah. it did not. Yeah, it didn't it didn't work. go well. No. It, oh, it mine, mine was well. not, not. Mine was not getting. Um, People action, got angry. Action, action figures. figures. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the thing was, I had already ordered a whole bunch that were going to come anyway. That that was, good on you. Yeah, that's easy. It's like thanks. Uh, I don't remember me. I have no idea. I don't know. Well, I think. Booze, as you said, maybe was that what you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Remember, we said we're not doing uh, it. <laughs> yeah, I just remember I wasn't allowed to chew tobacco in the studio. Uh, Nick wasn't allowed to eat in the studio, <laughs> and that. And then you're the action figures, and I can't remember anybody else's. Okay. I like Secret Jesus, though. It's a good idea. Yeah. Try that at it home. Is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it has to be something that you you will definitely miss. Yeah. I mean, it can't be just. Uh, some people give up some goofy stuff that is easy for you to right. right. I mean, the whole idea is that you're giving up something that's that's a, a, a bit of a sacrifice. Yeah. Right. I mean, listen, for my, me all, to give up pole dancing wouldn't be a big sacrifice. All of my kids go to Catholic school, so this is a thing that still yeah. you know people do in my sure. house. And you know, this was a discussion that we had yesterday about what we we're going to give up. And, right. Are the um, kids giving stuff up? Yeah, stuff up? yeah, okay. yeah. I, but, you know, like, my oldest is the one who really actually puts a lot of thought into it. Mm. And um, she really wants to make some sort of a sacrifice. And she was trying to figure out uh, what she wanted that sacrifice to be. Because it also has to be something that you actually can have a little bit of success in. You know, the one year I gave up all sweets, and that was like... And you did it. Wow. It was you almost impossible. No, well, when we went to Disney World Press, it was during Lent... And I was like, I can't be in Disney World and not have ice cream. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. And Even so, Jesus would have ice cream in Disney. Yeah, right. Um, but that was the, all right. <laughs> that, that was a slippery slope because when I had come back, I had already opened the floodgates and I wasn't able to continue Good with job. that. Yes, I know. There is a feeling of accomplishment. I remember as a kid when we would do it, and you'd finish it off, and you'd gave up something successfully. It was like, oh, that might, okay, okay. Teaches you a little bit of uh, fortitude when you want to try to. 
make changes in your life? I, I in in uh, scanning back, I don't think I ever successfully made it ever. Not <laughs> However, in your life, you've given up things. Oh, sure. Yes. So, yeah. so in general, regardless of the impetus yes. of. It just wasn't an observation of anything. Right, right. But you, you, you prove to up. yourself, like mm-hmm. my wife does it all the time. She'll put, she'll, I'm not going to do this for the next two months. She'll abstain from sex. All the time. <laughs> all the time. With other people. Really no problem. Yeah. <laughs> so she, uh, you know, more, no more strange. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's today in case you were not aware of that. And if you go by uh, Kathy's church, you get a, a little Q-tip. Yeah, yeah. They, they let you keep the Q-tip. They do it on know. you, and they go, "Here you go. Use know. the other part to clean out your nose." Do you know what I do? <laughs> Get the guns with the suction cups. Suction cups. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we'll just shoot forehead. it and it sticks on your forehead. D- dip then you get a little keepsake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that'd be that cool work too. I just an email was sent out, just I guess, so people knew that <laughs> that's what they were doing. Right. Right. Well, listen, we're going to take a break. You know why? Because we're going on Fox Good Day today, mm-hmm. and we have the uh, bizarre file to get to as well. I have a freaky ass story. That I can't believe that I missed out of our city. Uh, that's pretty wild. That I think you guys will go. What the hell is that all about? Unless you got right. it already. But we'll find out in a second. We'll come back in a moment with all that. Stay with us. We'll return shortly. WMMR.com, the website for everything that rocks. Music news, events, photo galleries, contests, MMR gear in the rock shop, and more. All at WMMR.com. I would like to continue the thanks, though, uh, to listener Cindy Campbell, who sent a little package uh, this morning. She writes, hey, my name is uh, Cindy. I'm from Boothwind, PA Delco. I'm also a sorority sister, and I made this for you all to enjoy. And she wrote, good morning, it. And so she did like a needle point, I guess. <laughs> or I don't, I'm not sure exactly what, what this is. What is that, Kathy? Mm, I don't. Um, I'm not sure what that is. I forget. So uh, it's stitched. It has like, yeah. And is it cross stitch? It might. I I don't know. Would you call that cross stitch? But anyhow, That's all, I'll it has call like it that. the plastic base. She, she, yeah, it's got a plastic bag well, I think on we it. Figured that out. And uh, it it's this delightful little coffee mug that says <laughs> "Good morning, it" on it. <laughs> I love this. I was so delighted to see this when I opened it up this morning. So Cindy, that was really thoughtful, and I appreciate it. That is going to have. It's going to find a. Uh, a nice spot on my desk. I it's believe. not cross stitch. I I used to do them as a kid, um, and I can't remember what they're called. It's not quite needlepoint either. No, no. But I remember. I'm not. Ah kidding. hell. Ah hell. We got 20 seconds before we're going. Cindy. On Fox Good Day. So, thank you, Cindy. We do appreciate that. Um. So we'll get the B file coming up. But in the meantime, we're going to go live on Fox Good Day. We'll hear some music any moment. And we'll make sure, is, is, is my face look okay? You look great. All right, good, because we're going to go on right now. So we got to make sure we look good. Here we go. Uh, 7.50. Hey, Preston, Steve. Yeah. Uh, there's this woman I want to tell you about. Uh, she's being branded toxic and petty after she decorated her husband's Valentine's Day gift with photos of other women that he checks out on Instagram, apparently. Wow. Even follows them. They live out in California, so Gloria said she made a little box filled with pictures of all the women that he likes to like on Instagram. Now, it seems like they're getting along and that it was kind of a joke. But, yeah. Uh, Steve, do you ever do you ever look at other Absolutely. I mean, my wife did the same thing, and uh, she's is all Alex Holly pictures. Um, <laughs> 
in her all feed over. <laughs> just incredible. Yeah, yes, you, you, we definitely follow uh, all sorts of people, and I, it seems at least he thought it was funny. And um, you know, I, I, do we know? Was she definitively saying? This is a reprimand, or was it sort of a fun having it fun with his? It seems like a joke. Okay, well then he, I he took it well, and then All maybe right, she's good. she's getting. That's okay. It's the people that are commenting that yeah. are that are kind of stepping out of bounds. I think. Yeah, but... you can look. You can go to the museum and look. Just don't take the artwork home, right? Isn't that the? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. By the way, what is what is social media for other than that? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You show, <laughs> you show your yeah. picture of your feet at the beach. You show your food. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and you For follow you, people. And you follow people. Yeah. And, uh, yes, if you picked up my phone and started scrolling through everything, I'd uh, all, all the people I'd follow, you'd be like, oh, my God. Look at this person. But there are some times uh, yeah, it gets too. people in trouble, like when the Pope has been caught liking some. Remember that? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. yes. What? The schoolgirl <laughs> out. Uh, yeah, by yes. her locker. I remember that. Rock on, yeah. dude. <laughs> Listen, you don't yeah. know. Kathy. Yeah. Uh, she follows a ton of Are you okay people. with that? Do you, do yeah, you follow no. hot guys? Does your husband, you know, yeah, look I, at I, listen, hot girls? I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't think there's, you know, you're just liking pictures. Like Preston said, you're going on social media. That's what social media is, to look at pictures of other Especially people. Especially the so. gram. Kathy has yeah. a folder on her desktop that says Cambodian porn. And uh, <laughs> so she... It, She's into freaky stuff. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm into Laos. Or you specific. could just use it to get updates from family. You don't always have to like the hot, scantily clad women. What if your family is comprised of hot, scantily clad women? Well, there's, there's Aunt Patty. Family photos. Yeah, how's it going? No. Right, you have to think about that. The real question is, because, Mike, you you were this way, where you're like, oh, I should be able to like what I want. But if she was liking pictures... Of dudes without their shirts off on the beach, all built, doing all... Would you be okay with that? Or commenting, looks good, or the heart emoji? I would say that I'm perfectly fine, but not really. <laughs> well, no, no, hey, wait a nothing, second. If you're, if, you're not com- if you're not saying, if you're not interacting, man, I'm not you, putting flags. you're oh, sensational. Like, yeah. If you're just, if you're looking, yeah. when you start to interact, that's the issue. Yeah. yeah, I think. Okay, so if my, yeah, exactly. Think if my wife thinks I'm the best-looking man on earth, Lord help her. Yeah, and same thing. <laughs> I'd say have let's, at it. Can let's you... look at Casey Boy's phone right now. Oh, can we look mind. at Casey's sure. phone? What do you want to look at? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no. Do you, do you follow strange? Strange hot <laughs> I follow a lot of strange things. Um, I follow probably my fair share of um, beautiful women, starting with my wife. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And I, don't you, you love all the men who follow your wife, right? I, I, do. With mine. I, I love do. all the guys who follow my wife. And <laughs> she posts her stuff it. on her OnlyFans page, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Only fans. Yeah. You know. Okay. making money. It's all good. That's how we're getting a hot dog. I follow uh, Alex Holly, but she doesn't follow me back, I noticed. <gasps> oh. Oh. What? What's that about, yeah, Alex? Like, we'll have to go check it. Oh, my yeah, goodness. me too. I should. Like gram, I can be uh, now we're all checking. I got to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> follows me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up now, too. All right. She hey, good, everybody. Me. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Here we go. All right. We'll see you. All right. Uh, we need to do the bizarre file, so we're going to do that very thing. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre File. 
And this morning is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK mm. to get in on the action. All right, here we go. This is the first line. And tell me if you guys caught this story over the weekend because I, I missed it until I saw it yesterday. Deep fried human hands Ew, and feet yeah. have yeah. been discovered after a sex offender God. was caught fleeing a the burgled home of a missing 70-year-old masseuse. Do you know how unhealthy it is to deep fry stuff? The defiled remains were found in bags behind a strip mall in Philadelphia on Saturday while detectives investigated the disappearance of Peter Gerbaud. Jeez who was reported missing last Wednesday. Investigators said the hands and feet are believed to belong to a man and also discovered a pair of legs which had not been deep-fried. Uh, they were found after cops pulled over a U-Haul truck spotting spotted oh. fleeing uh, Gerald's house last Thursday, uh, the day after police performed a welfare check on the property. The truck's driver, who has not been named, said, I don't want anything to do with this. And there's a body in the back. You remember, Did you, I think you reported this last week, Preston. Yeah, but I didn't hear about the deep-fried yeah. hands and feet. No. A search of the vehicle found other dismembered body parts in a trash bag. The truck's passenger, registered sex offender Taylor Herring, is said to have tipped police off about the deep-fried body parts during a subsequent interview. A forensic analysis is ongoing to try and determine who the remains belong to. Police said uh, they told the Philadelphia Inquirer, that it is too early to say if the body parts are connected to the burglary of Gerald's home uh, or his disappearance. Officers Jeez. were sent to check on the masseuse's home the day before but did not force entry to the property because nothing seemed to miss. Herring has uh, so far been charged with burglary, abuse of a corpse, and evidence tampering. Deep fried hands <sighs> and feet. That is unbelievable. Wow. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. A Florida man stole an engagement ring from his girlfriend to use to propose to another woman, investigators said. <laughs> Joseph Davis used a fake used fake names, including Joe Brown and Marcus Brown, when he met both women in 2015 and 2016 through the OkCupid dating app. Davis maintained relationships with a girlfriend in Orange City and a fiancé in Orlando. Detectives said neither woman knew his real name. Investigators said that the girlfriend discovered Davis was engaged to another woman when she looked her so looked her up on social media and saw that she was wearing a ring and wedding band that were similar to her own. When she checked her jewelry box, the rings, as well as the other items, were gone. Son of a bitch. The girlfriend contacted the fiancé and was able to get some of the jewelry back. Because of the infidelity, both women cooperated with each other and investigators. There you go. The fiance said that she was also fooled. A woman scorned, right? By Davis, yep. At one point, uh, he took her to his girlfriend's house while she was at work. He claimed that the house was his and asked her to move in with him. The fiance said that she started packing her belongings and taking apart her furniture before he told her that the deal had fallen through. I'm taking my furniture apart. She said a laptop and jewelry were also missing from her apartment after Davis moved out and disappeared. The women were able to track him down through an address that they were given from a woman who was supposedly his niece in North Carolina. Authorities contacted that woman who turned out to be Davis's sister. Oh, man. Investigators said Davis was convicted of felonies in Oregon and North Carolina, and he currently has an active arrest warrant in Oregon for a hit-and-run crash with injury. I don't know how these guys don't die of exhaustion carrying on multiple relationships. I don't well, know. one is enough. Yep. Uh, the Listen to this genius. The mayor of the West Texas town of Colorado City 
resigned after posting a Facebook screed on Tuesday in which he refused to help people deal with the snowstorm and said that they were weak for asking for water and electricity. So this is in Texas. These people have, on the most rarest of occasions, have ever had to deal with this. They're not prepared for it. And... It's, it wreaks havoc, you know, when you get this type of a snowstorm. He, he must be running for re-election. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. So he, he wrote this. Yeah, he yeah. posted this on Facebook. His name is Tim Boyd. He wrote, no one owes you or your family anything, nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. Sink or swim. It's your choice. The city and county, along with power providers or anything or, or any other service, owes you Nothing, and he wrote that in all caps. He wrote nothing in all caps. I would argue (laughs) that it's exactly what the government is there for in times of crisis like this to step in and assist. Uh, Millions of people throughout Texas were still without power on Tuesday after the state was covered with record snowfall over the weekend and into Monday. Not that Boyd, theoretically charged with helping the people of the 4,000-person town 250 miles west of Dallas, cared. He wrote, if you don't have electricity... You step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal without and think outside of the box to survive and supply water to your family. Only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. He wrote this. And then wow. at the bottom, he he, uh, he promoted a fundraiser that he's holding at the uh, at the <laughs> hotel on the weekend. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, that's uh, I don't think he has a long political career. He later wrote a follow-up post claiming that he'd resigned back on February 12th. Oh, okay. He was uh, still listed as mayor on the city's website on Tuesday night, though. He said, I won't deny for one minute what I said in my post this morning. I was speaking as a citizen. I am not the mayor anymore. I apologize for the wording and ask you to please not harass myself or my family anymore. <laughs> And the follow-up, Boyd also said that his wife lost her job for defending his Dar- Darwinian post. Tuesday afternoon, Colorado City shared an official Facebook post warning residents to boil their water prior to using it. (laughs) Boyd, a people person. And the post was met with a flurry of sarcastic comments. One wrote, what sort of place has Texas become, I ask you, where government feels it has some sort of obligation to society and people at large? And one commenter wrote, I say drink and let the strong survive. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, and then one last story. Authorities say a 73-year-old woman was injured in a shooting during a home invasion and robbery early Saturday morning, and a 12-year-old suspect of the home shot one of the suspects. Wow. uh, The 12-year-old wasn't a suspect. The 12-year-old was at the home. Shot one of the suspects who later died. Officers responded just before 1 a.m. and located the woman suffering a gunshot wound. She was transported to the hospital for treatment of non-life-threatening injuries and is listed in stable condition. Authorities say two masked suspects forced their way into the home, demanded money, subsequently shot the 73-year-old woman. Jeez. A 12-year-old suspect who lives in the home fired gunshots at suspects, injuring one and causing them to flee. The suspects who had been shot was taken to the uh, hospital, and uh, he was pronounced dead. So just to clarify, you said 12-year-old suspect, but he... he uh, I didn't mean suspect. Okay. Yeah, I took that back. He okay. wasn't a suspect. Right. He was a resident. Uh, he was identified... The, the one who was killed was uh, uh, Halil Herring, who was only 19 years old. Uh, it's unclear what happened to the second suspect, but an investigation is underway. No charges are expected to be filed against the 12-year-old. And there you go. That is what I have in the B-file. We're going to get a guy who does bong hits and plays banjo. 
on the show a little bit later on. He's the host of Bongs and Banjos on Mm. YouTube. His name is Jacob Panic. We'll talk to him in a little while. Yeah. Uh, We'll take a break, come back in a second, and might have your chance to win something. Stay close. We'll be right back. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So it was 25 years ago that uh, Happy Gilmore was released. We played some clips earlier of uh, Adam Sandler uh, going out and taking a a Happy Gilmore swing at a ball, hits it, and he calls out Shooter McGavin. And uh, so Christopher um, McDonald. McDonald responded as Shooter with him putting a ball into a glass and they're just having some fun with it. And, uh, uh, so we thought it might be a good idea to to maybe try a contest. And we're going to do Screaming Sandler. We have clips of Adam Sandler screaming or yelling in different movies throughout his career. And it's as simple as identifying the movie from hearing the clip. It's that simple. 215-263-WMMR. And we have a variety of prizes to give away. He has some iconic screams. He does. I think you actually could have a shot at this if you're any kind of Sandler fan. And I think... I guess that's a big part of, of why he's funny too. Is when he flips out <laughs> and starts screaming. Well, anger management gave him was oh, was sort man. of the culmination. That was his Citizen Kane as far as being able to go off the hook. Yep. Uh, and then he had Nicholson in that as well, which was great. And even in uh, I, I think movies where he has kind of like a, a character who's a little timid like, <laughs> at some point. Yeah. He freaks out. And right. Screams. Right. Yes. I'm I'm guessing in every single movie. Now I haven't seen all. Of Adam Sandler's films, not every single one of them. I think Little Nicky. He probably he, did. He did he scream at all in a classic Sandler way in Little Nicky? Um, Maybe that's the only one. Nope. There is a Little Nicky clip within, really? within the clips right. that we have here. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what it is, but yeah. Um, so uh, it's easy to do. You just guess what the movie is. And what we do is we have a a, a small clip. And we'll play that for you. And if you get it right, we'll play the whole clip. And uh, we have prizes. What are what are some of the things we're giving away this morning? Uh, well, we have a couple of things. Uh, first is this. Uh, there's a full lineup of Lake Tahoe themed merchandise, including exclusive T-shirt featuring Gritty in a funky '80s style snowsuit. So we have uh, those T-shirts to give away. Also, we have a rental free rental code uh, for this new comedy called Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar. There you uh, go. Starring Kristen Wiig and Annie Mamulo. So we have those. Uh, that's what we have to give away. All right, so we'll see how many we can uh, get through. So let's get some callers on the line, and we're going to go to Joe. Joe, good morning. Hey, good morning, Preston. How you doing, buddy? Good, I'm making it. All right, good. All right, so I'm going to play a clip for you. I'm going to go, in case we have one set up. Yep. 
All right, listen closely if you can identify the Sandler movie you win a prize. It's that simple. This is really easy to do. Here we go. Hello, no, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will play. I will play. That's just ridiculous. That's perfect. I'll play it again. Here we go. Hello, no, is it? I, I think that was written in the script. Joe, do you know what movie that's from? I'm going to go Billy Madison. Billy Madison is correct. So, <laughs> yes. That had Billy Madison all over it. Absolutely. Casey, what does he win for that? All right. Now, listen. The Flyers are taking the competition outside as they battle the Boston Bruins in Lake Tahoe for the NHL Outdoor Games Sunday. Get on the <laughs> That's this Sunday at 3 p.m. on NBC and 93.3 WMMR. To celebrate the unique scenery, the Flyers have launched a full lineup of Lake Tahoe-themed merchandise, including an exclusive T-shirt featuring Gritty and a funky 80s-style snowsuit. You can check out all the gear and shop at, uh, uh, I'm sorry, at shop.wfcphilly.com. All right, and here is the full clip from that. Here we go. Nice talking to you, Billy. (laughs) We could have taken like three or four things from that clip alone. Uh, All right. And by the way, that was labeled as uh, goobly goo. Yeah. Goobly goo. Yes. All right, let's go to the next one, Casey, and we'll get a caller on the line, and I'm going to go to Kevin. Hey, Kevin, good morning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi, Kevin. Here's your clip. Screaming Sandler. Here we go. I've seen those finger paintings you bring home, and they suck. All right. I'll play it one more time. We'll play it twice each. Here we go. I've seen those finger paintings you bring home, and they suck. All right. What movie, Kevin? Uh... I'm going to say Happy Gilmore. That's correct. Well done, sir. Hang on. I think we got this for you, Kevin. Well, the Flyers have launched a full lineup of Lake Tahoe-themed merchandise, including an exclusive T-shirt featuring Gritty and a funky 80s-style snowsuit. That is what you have won. You can check out all the gear at shop.wfcphilly.com. All right, here's the full clip. You're going nowhere, Happy, and you're taking me with you. All you ever talk about is being a pro hockey player, but there's a problem. You're not any good. I am good. You know what? You're a lousy kindergarten teacher. I've seen those finger paintings you bring home and they suck. <laughs> Who is he talking to there? Um, God, what's her name? She's Julie Bowen. No, was Julie it? Bowen is the is the love interest later on. Right. Yeah, it's earlier in the movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, and Julie Bowen, yeah, there's the, the scene with her and the, the laundry pictures and the yeah. pictures of beer, <laughs> which is hilarious. All right, Case, let's uh, let's bounce yeah. around a little right. bit if you Point want. Point to which one you want me to go to. Uh, how about this one? Okay. This one's uh, this one's pretty easy, I think, so we got to bounce around. I'm going to go next to uh, Raina. Hi, Raina. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. All right, Raina, Screaming Sandler. We're going to play a clip for you. Let's see if you can identify what movie this is. You ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Yesterday! <laughs> I'll do that one more time. It's one word. Here we go. Yesterday! Oh, I can't hear it. You can't hear that? No. At all? No, I don't know if it's my phone. I uh, can't hear it. Yeah, one more time. Here we go. Yesterday! Did you hear that? 
No. Oh, man. I'm going to put you on hold. Hang on. Let's try this again. Here we go. Yesterday! All right. She should be able to hear that. All right. Raina, did you hear that? Yes. Okay. What movie is that from? I don't know. (laughs) I know every Adam Sandler movie. You're going to kick yourself in the butt when you find out the answer. Sorry. I'm going to let you go. All right. Let's try somebody else out. We're going to go to Eric. Hi, Eric. Eric! Eric! Which is Sandler, by the way. Eric! We lost Eric's him. gone. He hung up. What okay. happened? We'll go to Chris. Hey, Chris. How you doing, guys? The end is purple. The, the end, end is purple. purple. You're right. All right, Chris. Here we go. Here's the clip for you. Yesterday! I believe that was from The Wedding Singer. And I believe you're correct, sir. Absolutely. Hang on a second, Chris. Here's what we got for you. Listen, the Flyers play the Bruins this Sunday at 3 p.m. on NBC and 93.3 WMMR. It is the outdoor game in Lake Tahoe. And you have won yourself an exclusive T-shirt featuring Gritty and a funky 80s-style snowsuit. You can check out all the gear at shop.wfcphilly.com. All right, here's the full clip. Oh, yeah. Living in your sister's basement with five kids while you're off every weekend doing wedding gigs at a whopping 60 bucks a pop? Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! <laughs> That's a great movie. That is a great you know, movie. And that's, that is a good... The pairing with Drew Barrymore uh, proved to be very uh, very fruitful for them both. Yep. All right, Casey, how about one from uh, this movie okay. right gotcha. there? And we will go to... Wait, I already got Chris on the line. We're going to go next to Kevin P. Kevin P., what's up? Hey, how are you? Good. All right, Kevin, have you been doing pretty good so far? Uh, yes, pretty, pretty good. All right, listen closely, because here's another clip. Here we go. All right! <laughs> 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 All right, let me, let me play that again. Here it is. All right! <laughs> if you were to guess which Adam Sandler movie that was, Kevin, what would you say? Oh, um, can you play that one more time? I can. Here we go. Okay. Um, I have no idea. I'm going to take a guess. Maybe the water boy? No, it's not the water boy. Thank you, though. All right, we'll go over next to Patrick, see if he can try that one out. Uh, Patrick, are you there? Yay, what's up, guys? Yeah, but we want to know what clip, All right! What movie that's from. I'm going to say Billy Madison. That is incorrect. Uh, Sorry. All right, we'll go over next to Steve. Hey, Steve. Good morning, it. Good morning, morning it. it, Steve. What is right! from? That is from Big Daddy. You are correct, right! sir. Yes, absolutely. I believe it's when he wanted to watch the hockey game, mm-hmm. and yeah. the kid wanted to watch the the kangaroo uh, animated oh, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. show, whatever it we was. We have the full clip if you want it. <laughs> we'll play it. But what's up? What are we going to give Steve? All right, for Steve, we have a full lineup of Lake Tahoe themed merchandise. So uh, we're going to include an exclusive. <laughs> I can't talk to you. an exclusive T-shirt featuring Gritty and a funky '80s style snowsuit. You can check out all the gear at shop.wfcphilly.com. All right, here's the full clip. God, you were normal yesterday. I love it. Is, does he start making him cry at that point, or is that a different... I don't uh, think it's that. I, I forget, but that, again, is another movie that grows. By the way, the kid 
is one of the twins that went up to uh, is on Riverdale now. Yeah, Sweet Life and Zach and Cody. Cole Sprouse. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, we will go next to Ryan. Hey, Ryan, how you doing, bud? Oh, uh, good. How about you? Good. All right, we're playing uh, Screaming Sandler. You ready to try this out? Sure. All right, here is our clip. He showed me your boobies, and I like them too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll play it again. Listen closely. Here we go. He showed me your boobies, and I like them, too. Uh, uh, couldn't really hear it that clear, but um, uh, let's go Waterboy. That's correct. Yeah. You got it right, Ryan. All right, more Flyers love going to you. Yeah, in fact, this is our last uh, item from the Flyers that we have to give away this morning. So, uh, listen, the Flyers are playing the Bruins in Lake Tahoe for the NHL outdoor game this Sunday at 3 p.m. on NBC and 93.3 WMMR. And you have won yourself an exclusive T-shirt featuring Gritty in a funky 80s-style snowsuit. And you can check out all the gear at shop.wfcphilly.com. Here's the whole clip. Well, I like school. And I like football. And I'm going to keep doing a boat because they make me feel good. And by the way, my alligators are ornery because they're Medulla Oblongata. And I like Vicky and she likes me back. And she showed me her boobies and I like them too. <laughs> <laughs> the scene in, uh, the, listen, they're, they're critic proof. You, you, you're going to... I enjoy the Adam Sandler movies. No matter what level of quality they are, they're they're always enjoyable. The scene in in that particular movie when Jerry Reed shows up and it's the, from the seventies, and he steals the playbook from he's Henry. got a big fro, yeah. and then afterwards, <laughs> it's so good. Henry Winkler is calling yeah. his grandmother while he's wearing high heel shoes, and the phone isn't even connected to the wall. <laughs> I I love Henry Winkler he's in that great. movie, yeah, especially when he shows the tattoo of Roy Orbison on his ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what Mama don't know. I love that. All right, over next to Eric. Hey, Eric, how you doing, man? Eric! <laughs> All right, Eric, you ready to try this out? Yeah. Screaming right. Sandler, here's your clip. Name this movie. Ah! You sick! <laughs> <laughs> he can scream, dude. All right, here we go. Ah! You sick! All right, Eric. You know what movie that is? Uh, that's tough. Uh, I'll go... Uh, anger management? Not Eric. anger management. No, oh. sorry, bud. We'll try another caller on that. I got Jimmy. Yo, Jimmy. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, bud. All right, we want to know what clip this is from. Ah! You're sick! <laughs> you... I'm going to say Mr. D. And that is correct. Oh, well yeah. done. When he puts the poker through his foot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Jimmy, here's what we got for you. You have won a coat for a free rental of the new comedy, Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar. From the gals who brought you bridesmaids, co-stars, and co-writers, Kristen Wiig and Annie Mamolo. Available now wherever you rent movies from Lionsgate. All right, here's that uh, entire clip. Yeah, that's it. Oh, you're sick! You're sick. Why would you do that to me? I'm just kidding. You fell. <laughs> so he had a black foot. It was frostbite. Right. He couldn't feel anything. Right. And uh, so the fire poker, and it's 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 uh, the, 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 the the butler. Totoro. Totoro, yeah. Totoro, yeah. We actually use the clips. These clips are. My tummy hurts. Yeah, that's from Medeeds as well. I've got too much doo-doo in my underpants. <laughs> 
And uh, the ficus tree, yes. Preston, is... Uh, is. Want me to wet the leaves on your ficus tree, Preston? Preston. You can call me Preston. All right. Uh, we'll try it. Oh, and we're going to give him... Uh, did we already give the yeah, prize? All right, cool. All right, let me get next. Uh, Doug on the line. Hey, Doug, how you doing, man? <laughs> you get to play Screaming Sandler. All right, here's your clip for you. Listen closely. It didn't involve going blind. <laughs> Let me do that one again. You got to listen closely. Here we go. It didn't involve going blind. That's a tough one. Oh, boy. What do you think? Uh, I think we're going to go a little Nicky. God, you're good, man. That's it. Absolutely correct. Hang on, Doug. All right, Doug, you've won yourself a coat for a free rental of the new comedy, Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar from the gals who brought you Bridesmaids, co-stars and co-writers Kristen Wiig and Annie Mamolo. Available now wherever you rent movies from Lionsgate. Here's the full clip. What were you thinking coming here? I don't know, but it didn't involve going blind. I don't remember what was happening. So he's floating outside the window. It's Patricia Arquette's um, window, right? The the fire escape, I believe. Mm. That's the sequence. And she sprays like like, um, um, pepper spray or something. As as I'm recalling, I believe that's the sequence. Uh, I think we we talked to him around that release. And uh, I I said, this is a... you know, most of your, a lot of times your characters never would have a shot of ever getting laid. But this is the one who is just beyond. And he started laughing because... The, the characters always the whole movie's like this. Yeah, he's out of his mouth. Right, all the, the whole time. time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a guilty pleasure. I enjoy it. I like that There one. are numbers of moments in that movie, again, with Henry Winkler. Yep. Yeah, that yep. are hilarious. Yep. In fact, he has, yeah, Henry Winkler just has a bit part at the end. He gets a bees. Yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. attack him. All right, uh, let's try Adam. Adam, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good, buddy. So it's the 25th anniversary of Happy Gilmore. We're playing clips of Adam Sandler screaming. If you can identify this movie, you get a prize. You ready? Yep. All right, here we go. We're not really married. All right, I'll play that one more time. Here we go. We're not really married. Do you know what movie that's from? I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. That is correct. Well done. You're Adam Sandler. And what do we have for Adam here, Casey? All right, we have a code for a free rental of the new comedy, Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar. Available now wherever you rent movies from Lionsgate. All right, here's the uh, the full clip. Badass, we're not really married. I'm just in some gay, crazy nightmare. That you can't commit to. Oh, man. What, that, that movie is so great all the way around. Uh, it has great scenes throughout it. The legendary Michelle Carmen of right. uh, the Press of Steve Calendar is in it as well. She's... Uh, uh, balloon, what was it? Moon uh, balloons. Moon balloons. Yes. <laughs> across the street working on her garden. And uh, I think that's when we first, or at least when I first realized how phenomenally hot uh, Jessica, or no. Um, Beal. Yeah, Jessica Beal yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, there's a scene where they're, they get home after being out in the rain. Right, uh, right, right. And she strips down. And I'm like, why didn't know you had that <laughs> underneath your clothes? Uh-huh. Stunningly gorgeous. Yeah. And... A great bit role, Dave Matthews. Oh yeah, they're shopping. It's a, it's a montage. It's a music montage, and he doesn't say a word in it. He just pantomimes some stuff, and he is hilarious in it. And Love Big it. Rames. Uh, oh my yeah. God, 
in the shower. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. And <laughs> that's <laughs> your man. He is outstanding in that movie. All right, we will go to Rick. We got two prizes left, and that's it. Hi, Rick. You're on the air. Yeah, what's up, guys? All right, bud. We're playing Screaming Sandler. You ready to try this out? I'll do my best. All right, here we go. This is going to be a tough one. I can't stand you being here. (laughs) I like that clip. That's good. We need all that one. Here it is. One more time, Rick. I can't stand you being here. All right, let's see if you know the answer. um, Say that again? uh, Grown-ups, maybe. Grown-ups? No. Sorry, bud. I think this might be one of the harder ones. I'm going to go to Liam next. Hey, Liam. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Liam. Going to play the clip for you. I can't stand you being here. Do you know what that's from? Uh, you play it one more time? Sure. I can't stand you being here. What Adam Sandler movie would you say that's from? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Sorry. Oh. Sorry, Chief. Uh, Leah gets to take a crack at it, though. Hi there, Leah. Hey, how are you? Wonderful. Do you uh, know? Do you need to hear that again? Uh, yeah, one more time. Here we go. I can't stand you being here. Um, what do you think? Is it Jack and Jill? It is! Oh! Well done! <laughs> All right, Leah, here's what we got for you. All right, we got a code for a free rental of the new comedy Barb and Stargood of Vista Del Mar, and this is available now wherever you rent movies from Lionsgate. Uh, we have the full clip, so this is it. When does this mean again? Jack, don't. It means I can't stand you being here. <laughs> Never saw it. Lest we forget that Al Pacino is in that movie. That yeah. is correct. And he yeah. does the Dunkachino. Yeah. <laughs> Al Pacino is the spokesperson for Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> Dunkachino, and he does his whole like, Dunkachino <laughs> dance. It had its moments in the movie, well, and that was one of the moments. The fact that he falls in love with yes. Jill. I know. That's I saw that humble. routine. It's like a big stage show. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Really over the top, and then he gets done with it, and he sees it, and he's like, don't ever show that <laughs> to anyone, please. <laughs> All right, we have one prize left, and we're going to go to Sydney and let Sydney take a shot at it. Good morning, Sydney. You guys broke. Thank Yay! you. All right, here is the clip. Let's see if you know this. I'll pull Julia Roberts from your movie. I don't care, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> let me do it again. Here we go. I'll pull Julia Roberts from your movie. I don't care, Sandy. All right, Sydney, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go with Longest Yard. No. Wow, though. Did you pull that one, though? That's... Incorrect. Uh, we'll go to Eddie. Yo, Eddie. Hey, how we doing? We're doing good. All right, I'm going to play the clip for you and ask for you to tell me what movie. Here we go. I'll pull Julia Roberts from your movie. I don't care, Sandy. <laughs> One more time. I'll pull Julia Roberts from your movie. I don't care, Sandy. What'd you think of? Fifty first date. Mm. Incorrect. Uh, sorry, sir. All right, we'll do another one. This is Bill. Yo, Bill. Oh, Billy. Bill, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, here's the clip for you. Listen up. I'll pull Julia Roberts from your movie. I don't care, Sandy. 
yes, I know who it is. It's it's the it's the jeweler movie. I can't think of the name of it. No, no, uh, it's not the jeweler movie. Not the jeweler movie. Uh, uncut gems is what he's guessing. Uncut gems, that's yeah. Nope. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Uh, nice try, though. All right, I'm going to move on to a different one. I'll, okay. I'll give you the answer to that because we have a bunch we're not going to be able to get to, and I would like to play one or two more. Uh, by the way, it was from Grown Ups. Grown yes. Ups. Here's the full clip. I am the biggest agent in Hollywood, and you just pissed me off. And now I'll pull Brad Pitt from your movie. I'll pull Julia Roberts from your movie. I don't care, Sandy. <laughs> All right. I never did see that movie. Grown Ups. Yeah, it actually has moments again, as with you know, again with most Sandler stuff, you're gonna find something that's gonna. I even like Grown Ups too has some moments, uh, you know, like Huey Halloween. <laughs> it shouldn't work, but they do. All right, I will go to Bob and see if we can get another one going here. Hey, Bob, good morning. Good morning. All right, Bob. In honor of the 25 years of Happy Gilmore, nothing but Adam Sandler screaming clips. You ready to try this? Yes, sir. Here is the clip. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it again. Listen closely. I never would have gotten this one. I think I. No, I have no clue. No clue. Sorry, oh, man. All right. Let me see if I have it. All right. Let me go to Taylor while we're waiting for Steve's answer. No, that's not it. Ah. Uh, Taylor, you there? Yes, I am. All right, here's the clip we're trying to identify. <laughs> you think you think you know what that is? I, I think it's from Happy Gilmore. No, I changed. No, my sir. All right. Yes, Yay, Steve, you got it right that okay. time. All right, we'll go to uh, Steve. Hi, Steve. Good morning. How you doing? Good, Steve. What is this clip from? <laughs> Do you know? 51st date. You are correct. Hang on, Steve. You get our last prize. Which is a code for a free rental of the new comedy Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar from the gals who brought you Bridesmaids. Co-stars and co-writers Kristen Wiig and Annie Mamolo. Available now wherever you rent movies from Lionsgate. All right. Let's play the full clip. And here it is. For that. <laughs> uh, that's a sweet movie. Is it a good movie? It is a good movie. She she has, you know, short term memory loss. So so it, it, they every day he's got to introduce himself to her and, and court her and and uh, it's it's well done. It's cute. Nice. All right. Well, there you go, friends. In honor of Happy Gilmore's twenty fifth anniversary, uh, we played the uh, the Sandler Scream game. Hey, you know what? We have, we have a couple of minutes. Um, yes. And there's another movie that celebrates an anniversary today. this week. It's uh, 35 years for The Breakfast Club. Now that holds Whoa. more impact for you. I think. I think it's it's one of the movies. I can't. It's tough to say what your all time favorite movie right. is, but I think it is a movie that I related to more than it. it I, I hold it dear. Let's you put could it call that way. it a seminal movie, meaning yeah. that it's bathed in semen. No, it, okay. it, it has a, it has a, um, it, it is, it spoke to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I, the year it came out was the year I graduated from high school. Yeah. So, so it's, it's right that time. And it's about seniors in high school, except for Brian. I think he was a freshman. Yeah. But, uh, but anyhow, uh, it has to do with, with that whole time period. It, it encapsulates that time period 
uh, and what going to high school was kind of like for the most part. But yeah, I mean, obviously Hollywood always takes a couple of of liberties, but but I, it was also John Hughes's attempt to bring a little bit more. Uh, I mean, there 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 are elements of of abusive parents and stuff like that, and it's it's not it's not um, squeaky clean and and. You know, it's not sixteen candles. It's it's um, right. There's a lot more. Um, there's more that's real to it. Than yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Agreed. And that's that's one of the things that spoke to me because you know, at that time as a kid, there were there were real problems. There were things that, yeah. that we spoke seriously with each other about. You know, we'd have these little heart to heart conversations and things like that. And that that uh, the part where they're all where they all kind of connect, where they right. all finally start to connect with each other. Really spoke to me a lot. And well, it's just a, it's an important movie in my in my mind. Did there, you, I'm sorry, there are five different people that are featured in this movie. I mean, like student wise, yeah. and they come from five different, completely different backgrounds. But you're able to, especially in that moment, sort of identify. Even like I trying to identify with somebody that you don't necessarily identify with. Like, would you say that you were probably most like who Bender, maybe? Probably, but but I wasn't a tough guy. But I was, mm. I, I kind of ran with some of that crowd, right? You know, so I don't know where I would necessarily fall into. Maybe <laughs> uh, Emilio Estevez because I played sports and stuff like that. But I wasn't a jock. But the, you know, there was a, a little piece of you probably in each one of those five characters. Well, he picked. Yeah, he yeah. picked. Um, not saying stereotypes, but he picked character traits that were that you can have. And that's the thing is, you always think you're one straight. Uh, uh, the, just a jock, yeah. J- just a uh, just a punk, you know. But but no, there's there are elements, there's nuance. Yeah, but it, on on the surface, though, each one of them seemed to be like the extreme of that category. Like Bender was the ultimate stoner, yeah. and Amelia was the jock. She uh, uh, Molly Ringwald was the most popular girl in the school period. Right. Uh, Ali Sheedy was the cast off, uh, and and you know, designated weirdo. And I guess Brian was considered the geekiest person in the school. Right. But you learn that they have layers, and there's more to them right. as you start to actually meet them and find out who they are. Right. And, and they all had this all-common issue at home. Yes. Some, they, they weren't satisfied they weren't being with, heard. with their upgrade. Yeah. Upbringing. I mean, with the exception of maybe Ali Sheedy and, and Judd uh, Nelson's characters, like, you would think that, all right, well... So Molly Ringwald, she's you know she has nothing to worry about. Like she's she's rich and she's pretty and she's popular and but uh, that's not the case. And then Brian, you know, he's really really smart and gets like the best grades. And then Emilio Estevez's character, I can't remember his character's name, but does that you know, cool dance? Yeah. Sort of... <laughs> but he's like the ultimate like. Uh, so they all have something to be jealous about, right? right. Mm-hmm. Of one another. Right. Well, it's also you you realize how fragile your ego is. Yeah. And that, and that so it, it was well done. It, me- it meant a lot. Yep. Uh, uh, so they're I, I they're they're doing some promotion. I, I know we're talking to Judd Nelson at some point, correct? Case, yeah, I it? believe. Man, what's today's date? Uh, I think it's a week from today. Okay. And I, I, I it might be in, in part based around this because they know they're also releasing another version of this on Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, I uh, when it when it hit the thirtieth anniversary. Uh, I went and watched the um, the director's cut and the the, the commentary cut, right. which was um, Anthony Michael Hall and Judd Nelson commenting on it. While watch- I watched that whole thing, and I never watched those things. Right, it was outstanding. It was so great cool. to hear what was going on behind the scenes, what they thought of each other about the particular scenes, and oh, I ad libbed this, and right. you know, blah blah blah, and all that stuff. It was it was fantastic. So just a couple of clips to to reminisce. Uh, we have about. Um, as far as uh, having to stay in 
uh, detention for another seven. It, for, yeah, for people who don't Saturday. know. Yeah, for people who don't know that it's it's uh, these kids are in Saturday detention and in a school, and they're they're in the library, and they have a, a kind of a ball busting principal, and and uh, there they are. Eat my shorts. You just bought yourself another Saturday, Mister. Crushed. You just bought one more right there. Well, I'm free the Saturday after that. Beyond that, I'm going to have to check my calendar. Good, because it's going to be filled. We'll keep going. You want another one? Say the word. Just say the word. Instead of going to prison, you'll come here. Are you through? No. I'm doing society a favor. So? That's another one right now. I've got you for the rest of your natural-born life if you don't watch your step. You want another one? Yes. yes. You got it. You got another one right there. That's another one, pal. Cut it out. You through? Not even close, bud. Good. You got one more right there. You really think I give a shit? Another. No, it's such a great scene. Their standoff. Um, the uh, There's the Principal Vernon who is the, uh, he gives his, you messed with the bull. Oh, you messed with the bull, you got the horns. Yep, there we go. My office is right across that hall. Any monkey business is ill-advised. Any questions? Yeah, I got a question. <laughs> Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Give you the answer to that question, Mr. <laughs> Bender, next Saturday. <laughs> Love it. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. You'll get the horns. By the way, in that in that commentary that I saw, Paul Gleason was the actor who played him, and he was a legendary jerk character. He played so all many jerks all the time. Yeah. But they said he was just a sweetheart of a guy. Oh, they really? loved him to death. Yeah, yeah. They absolutely said he was just a great guy. And there's a, there's a whole host of people like that that play these jerks but are actually really nice people. All the time, yeah. We're just, we're just good at it. Yeah. And then you talk about the, the characters discussing, little snippets of them discussing their parents. All right, here we go. You're just feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah, if I didn't, nobody else would. Oh, you're breaking my heart. Sporto? What? You get along with your parents? Well, if I say yes, I'm an idiot, right? You're an idiot anyway. But if you say you get along with your parents, well, you're a liar, too. It's funny, because every time you hear uh, Bender move, you like hear him jingling around. Right, he's got he's all like, that stuff. Yeah, he's like uh, Jackie Bam Bam, all kinds of stuff <laughs> right, hanging yeah, off yeah. of him. And he jingles as he moves similar, around. Well, it's quasi similar attire. So Marissa brought this in, and, and uh, it's saying that the movie is 36 years old. However, I believe oh. it was released 35 years ago, and it was shot. Uh, I, I'm not sure. No, it came out in 85. Uh, the release date was uh, February 15th, 1985. All right. Huh. All right, so we're celebrating the 36th anniversary. Yeah. I don't know why they're making a big to-do about of it. Maybe movie. it's tying in with this release that they're doing of this this new uh, new edition of it. All right, and then here's uh, when they're questioning whether or not Claire had had sex or not. Right. Here's the clip. You mean he did it more than once? Sure. Are you crazy? Obviously, she's crazy she's screwing a shrink. <laughs> have you ever done it? I don't even have a psychiatrist. Have you ever done it with a normal person? Didn't we already cover this? You never answered the question. Look, I'm not going to discuss my private life with total strangers. It's kind of a double-edged sword, isn't it? A what? Well, if you say you haven't, you're a prude. If you say you have, you're a slut. It's a trap. You want to, but you can't. And when you do, you wish you didn't, right? Wrong. Or are you a tease? 
Man, they covered a lot in that movie. Um, so well done. Did your uh, kids mm. watch it? Any of you? Yeah. Um, I think Carter watched it and liked it. Yeah. He found it, you know. Uh, dated a bit? He found it, th- yeah. that part that part of it funny, you yeah. know, that that's how dated some of the things are. But, no, he dug the movie. All right. It was cool. I, I doubt it speaks on a level. Uh, are they, do they make them like that anymore? Yeah, they they do. They make you know? a lot of stuff like that. A lot of those people were inspired by John Hughes, uh, and then some of them are even more. Um, I'm just wondering if there are any now that that connect on that kind of level. Yeah, with kids like that did at that time. Probably, it probably is. There's just so much out there, right? Yeah. That like we're just not going to hear about, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, What's was, the Zendaya series? Well, that's Euphoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that touches on a little bit, but like it just. It's it's different, right? So her it's character a lot more adult. There was well, a, yeah, it is. She's yeah. depressed and a drug addict. Yeah, you know. Um, there was a movie with Haley Steinfeld that was just seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. It was kind of along those lines. And there's one called Eighth Grade. Bo Burnham did that. I yeah. haven't seen that. I but, watched that one. I can't remember if I liked it or not. Yeah, and I'm I'm just curious if they you know if they hit and connect like that did. But interesting, great movie. Uh, a couple of great movies on completely different levels. Yes. Uh, that we spent some time talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. But listen, I want to take a break. Uh, want to do some bong hits. Come back in a second. Get all set. Uh, because we have the host of Bongs and Banjos joining us in just a moment. Uh, his name is Jacob Panic, and uh, he has a YouTube channel that's all about him doing bong hits and playing songs on the banjo. It's a sensation. We'll come <laughs> back in a second. Stay with us. Today's Billy Joe Armstrong's birthday is February 17th. So this weekend, MMR is pulling out all the stops to celebrate. Hear hourly blocks of Green Day, the hits, deep tracks, solo material, and side projects. At WMMR.com, register to win a Green Day autographed guitar. Plus, listen for your chance to win free Green Day music on vinyl. Happy birthday, Billy Joe. We got you a bunch of royalty checks from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Our next guest has a YouTube channel. He's got a book. He's got records out. He's got a theme song. Yeah. Which I'm going to play for you right now, and then we're going to welcome him. Here we go. He's the host of Bongs and Banjos on YouTube. Please give some love to Jacob Panic. Yeah. This morning. Hey, 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 Jacob, how you doing, man? All right, man. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. No problem. Listen, so uh, just to, to dumb it down for everybody, um, you do bong hits and play a banjo, right? That's it. I mean, you summed it up. I don't know what else there is. Well, it's it's, it's uh, funny because we 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 just happened to you you were written up as one of the I forget what list we were looking at, but it was YouTube shows to check out, and you were immediately getting traction. It's just no pun intended, such a high concept element here that you're doing this, and and then lo and behold, uh, we uh, listened to some of the audio, and it turns out you're a damn good banjo player. Well, I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Um, just trying to have some fun, you know. Uh... Yeah, we could use some fun, and I think more people should be smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, All right. Try so trying so, to spread my music and uh, some positivity. You know what I mean? So, so I appreciate it. Guys. So speaking of of smoking weed, you know, yeah. we watch. You only have three videos out so far, and what you'll do is at least in the last one I watch is 
You took three rips on the bong. Uh, you discussed what strain it is you're smoking, so you're not just, you know, firing up with whatever you bought down the corner. You're actually are, are, are talking about this specific, uh, the specifics that go into the marijuana. Uh, and then you'll then you'll play a song on the banjo. So number one, do you have a uh, are, are you a, a medical user of marijuana or just? I am. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I am. This is a, a legal thing that I'm doing. Um, I do. Uh, I am a proponent of people doing it the legal way. Um, I am not a. I'm, that's. Uh, it, it's. It's. You don't want to do it illegally. I mean, you, you want to support the scene. Sure. Uh, it's a great scene. You're talking um, about banjo playing, not the uh, the pot, right? That you exactly, want to make sure you're legal exactly. about that. The <laughs> legal, <laughs> legal banjo. Legal banjo playing. So, uh, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to go to jail for playing the banjo. <laughs> right. Uh, no, but um, it's a uh, it's a great culture. You know, it gets a really bad rap, and um, you know the the having it illegal and buying it on the street and stuff is you know if you got to do what you got to do, that's fine. But you know, there's alternative ways to get it, and um, yeah, just trying to promote it, and yes, it's legal. It's and uh, yeah, I, I think well, everyone should join the calls. Well, yeah, well, I mean, honestly, there's this is so uh, more and more states are adopting it for and, and for recreational purposes course, and yeah. so on and so forth. If it's you know it's, if it's what rocks your world or gets you gets you through, then that's then have at it. I, I think the marriage of the banjo music and this and making sure that you're and you're you're giving sort of a uh, an informed. Um, review of whatever strain i guess i'm not well versed in the nomenclature but uh you're 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 commenting on it now i would say at this point are you being besieged by um by people in the industry who want you to try their product and oh or... god i wish i wish <laughs> we need to get the numbers up for that to happen yeah that's that's one of the the, the main goals here you know get some um Get some endorsements from uh, all sorts of banjo people, bong people, and weed people. So bring it on. <laughs> there you go. Do you, do, you, do you like a dispensary? Do you, are there, I mean, you know, the... Yeah, there's a couple go-tos that I really like um, around the area. I'm fortunate to have a couple um, in the Maryland region that I can hop on over to and support. Um, and, you know, it's it's safe. It's it's, uh, it's just a great way to, to medicate and, you know, get... Uh, Get your day going. Hey, uh, Jacob, what what area of Maryland are you in? Uh, I live in Baltimore County. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you're not too far from us at all. I mean, it, yeah, and we've got Pennsylvania has uh, medical marijuana. New Jersey just legalized it for uh, recreational consumption. I don't know when that's actually going to uh, officially uh, take place. So, yeah, there's plenty of plenty of weed smokers around here that can uh, identify yeah. with you and your cause. Well, and to, to bring it back into the banjo scene, what I really like about it, you know, if you are a user and you're a, a musician, you know, it can really help with focusing. You can help with practicing. You know, you can really overdo this stuff and treat it like, I don't want to say a drug. I will never put weed in as a, as a drug, you know, as much as coffee is a drug, you know. Um, but you can overdo anything. You can overdo no. weed and you can, you can uh, really have a bad time. You can just do a little bit and have it really, really uh, just help you out and have a lot of benefits to it, you know, and help you focus and practice more efficiently, come up with some cool ideas if you're feeling down. Um, so, yeah, I, I like to – that was part of the reason for the show, too, is just to show, like, hey, man, you can you still have a little bit of fun and play some cool music. It doesn't have to be all, you know – uh, college kind of music stuff. Just have some fun, play some banjo. Well, also, also, you're looking to change the the perception of the banjo as you know they're primarily a, a sort of a uh, you know uh, yokel kind of uh, you know yeah. uh, sort I of think thing. It's, exactly, it, it's really it's a straight laced scene, and there's a lot of people who aren't like that, you know. And I think the um, the stigma.
bunch of like you know bands of players are just some like hillbilly people or right. really right wing and you know all that. And it's not the case, you know. It's a really progressive scene out there. Um, a lot of cool uh, players coming up who are pushing the scene, and I uh, I just I really want to take the bluegrass scene into that direction and not have it have a stigma of. You know, yeah, like you said, like a yokel kind of right. You know, and it's, hey, it's unfair because there's a lot of people, like you know, Steve Martin's been posting videos of he he's he's he loves the banjo. There are a number of other uh, entertainers who really enjoy playing the banjo and and find it very therapeutic. So they're out there. They just need a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, attention brought to them. I totally agree, and when you uh, when you think about it, it's a really hard instrument to play. That's yes, kind of it what is. Me. Yeah, that's what attracted me to it. It requires a lot of practice, a lot of focus. Um, and it's also one of the easiest instruments to play. You know, you're tuned to open G, like right now. All you got to do is strum it, and you're playing the banjo. So you can have fun with it. It doesn't have to be this, like, crazy, crazy hard thing. You can make it that if you want it to. Um, yeah. It, you know, I mean, locally here in Philadelphia, we, we have, uh, you know, the Mummers, which are these uh, uh, musical groups, and, and uh, they do a lot of philanthropic stuff, but they have what they call string bands. There are a lot of... Uh, banjo players, but they mainly strum. It's another story when you get to the finger picking, the level that you're at. Well, um, yeah, thanks, man. But there's nothing wrong with either of them, you know. Whatever right. brings you joy, and whatever brings people joy. Um, that's the beauty of the banjo. I mean, you really can't go wrong. That's why I kind of stuck with it when I first started playing. It was like, man, this brings me joy, and the amount of joy it's bringing other people. You know, it brings back nostalgia. You know, from their passion of it. I have stories, you know, people come up to me, my grandfather this, my grandfather that, you know, my uh, my father used to play the band. All this stuff, it brings up old stories from people, and it's cool to bring that out, you know, so, uh, so yeah, I, yeah, love it. You've, re- you've recorded, you've rec- and it says here, and I don't know if this is accurate, I hope it is, you've recorded in Nashville, uh, you had a Grammy Award-winning producer produce for you, and you played with, or at least had uh, tracks provided by Kenny Arnoff, who is a legendary musician. Yeah, no, I made all of that up just for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Now I was really honored because I um, went to Nashville, and um, when I got the, the word that Kenny was going to be on a track of mine, it was just a no brainer. I mean, the guy, wow. the producer called me up. Uh, his name's Randy Core, is just an amazing producer. He called me up and he's like, hey, man, I, I can get Kenny on this track, no problem. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. So, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's pretty cool. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, normally, when yeah. I listen to a banjo, I just think it's you know fun and plucky and and you know just sort of a fun party sound. But there are I, I'm a I'm a fan of Mumford and Sons, and I'm also a fan of the Avett Brothers, and and both of those bands were able to um, really get some emotional, beautiful sounds out of their banjos as well. And I think that's sort of an understated aspect of the instrument. I agree, and it also brought a whole new audience. You know, and um... You can't take anything away from that. That was the coolest thing, you know, just to have a bunch of just new new audience members, new kids listening to bluegrass. And, you know, once you hear the banjo, it immediately makes you do your history. You have lessons, and you have to go back and listen to Flatten Scruggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. They, they did the Beverly Hillbillies theme. Exactly. Yeah. So, you um, you know, you, you introduce a whole bunch of new people to that, and you got a whole bunch of new bluegrass fans. So. Well, so clearly you have your banjo there. Uh, you, you you know, you strummed a chord for us. Do you have a bong nearby? Yeah, I loaded one up for you guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we were hoping we could get we could get a bong hit and a, and a, and a banjo song from you. It's gonna, okay, so we got a bunch of stuff going on here. I got okay. finger picks. I got a phone. So let's load the speaker. Okay. Okay, let's make this happen. I got I got my my dog right here. What's your What's your strain that, that you're going to be smoking this morning? Um, this is Cinderella 99. 
Okay. And this is my go-to. Um, this is my go-to daytime. Is that a hybrid? Train. This is a hybrid. Um, all right, my dog's out of the room. All right, <laughs> you don't want your dog to see this. No, no, he he's just a boy. He's just yeah. a little boy. He's, yeah. yeah, he's out of the room. All right, so um, here we go, guys. Okay. Have a great week. <laughs> I want everyone to have a great week. And uh, we're going to fire this up and then do a little banjo tune for you. All so, right, right, go ahead. I'm going to try to get as close to the mic as I can. Here we go. Yep, let's see if we can hear the bong. All righty. kind of quiet there it is oh yeah <laughs> by the way you you're very mr rogers like with your you know <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right baby find interesting with, with the banjo is that it, it's your 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 and I don't know if this is even remotely correct or my description is anywhere near accurate but it sounds like <laughs> you're you're playing uh, it's almost a, a, an instrument that accompanies itself does that make it can yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of notes going on and it's very distracting I mean this is not, I, I'm gonna start editing my videos I think because man it's I don't want this to be a challenge you know to see how <laughs> how, how long I can hold you know uh <laughs> A bong hit and then play the banjo. That's how it's right. out. So yeah. I have noticed after the first episode, it's very distracting. It's very hard to do. So um, let it, for people who are um, participating in playing the banjo, let it settle in for a second. Then right. I got gotcha. you. Right. I got gotcha. you. Right. It's, it's, it's sage advice. Casey was talking about playing something that's more emotional. Uh, can you can you give us a taste of something that might be a little bit more melodic and ballady on the banjo? Let's see. Um... That's yeah. beautiful. Absolutely hey, beautiful. Guys, I appreciate it. I had the phone, you know. <laughs> it, well, listen, we, we're getting this. The audio quality is always going to suffer a little bit. Have you been, uh, has anyone used you or made inquiries uh, as far as using you as a studio musician, gun for hire? Um, yeah. I've, uh, are, you, are you referring to me playing on some? Yeah, on other people's albums. Yes. Um, yes, I have been on a couple. Um, I can't think of it. Is that what you said? I'm sorry. I had a hard time hearing you. Yeah. No He's asking, yeah, yeah, if you if you have been hired to uh, to play on other people's records. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I have been. Um, I'm not sure if there's been anyone of name that you would know, but yeah, I do play um, in studios around town. Um, 
Yeah, around the, the DMV area. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So I am available for hire for studio <laughs> stuff. I love doing that. That's a lot of fun. All right. Well, yeah. It, it, well, listen, the YouTube thing got attention. Uh, it just it just clicked with people. The concept of the bongs and the banjos works. So so what are you skipping up your output or how many videos do you release uh, per week per month? So I'm going to do a video every Monday. All right. Unfortunately, um, YouTube doesn't allow me to upload it at 4:20, so it's gonna be at four, <laughs> yeah, it's 15 minute in, interval. So um, I'm gonna do 4:15 every Monday morning. Um, next week we're gonna do uh, Lamb of God. I'm gonna do a tutorial of how to play Laid to Rest on the banjo. So, and and is that something you're you're gonna uh, explore a little bit, taking some songs that normally wouldn't be played on the banjo and giving them I the really treatment? Enjoy, yes, I enjoy doing that. That's a lot of fun, especially with like metal and death metal stuff. It's just a uh, whole lot of fun. Uh, and is it possible to get smoke a little too much uh, before you get started and maybe have to do a few runs before you get it right? Um, the smoking, so practicing the smoking part? or uh, yeah. You, I mean, get, getting a little little too high to where you, you can't play your part right. No, that's not really possible. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. That, that, gonna, that would be an all-day event. That would take a, that would take a while. So, okay. Well, you're a professional. This is what you do. So, you, exactly. yeah, you've got exactly. the chops. Nice. And are you going to, Are uh, was it just that one episode where you played songs with uh, uh, titles, only three words in the title, or are you going to continue that? Um, I can, I'm going to try to figure out if there's four word songs. Yeah. If I can come up with <laughs> number, we get to, um, if we get to episode number 20, that's going to be kind of difficult, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to try to come up with something novel and cute for each one. You know, we'll see what happens. Nice. <laughs> Nice. I, I think I think you got something. It's a niche. And yeah. Listen, you, you, you found your thing. It's working. Pete. It got our attention, and here we are in Philadelphia. I mean, what are you hoping you know, guys, for? I appreciate. I appreciate it. I mean, it's just uh, you know, just I just put it out there and bongs and banjo. Are, are you hoping that you know one day this will you know lead to a movie or a series or something like that? I'm hoping a Broadway play. Would be <laughs> Broadway play would be great. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Honestly, why not? All right. Yeah. Nice. All right, well, listen, Jacob, uh, kudos to you, man. You, you found a niche. You're, you're filling the need, and uh, and people are finding it fun. And if, if you want to search uh, for Jacob's website, just do, just plug in bongs and banjos on YouTube, and you will find it. We have a, we've actually got a link posted on PrestonandSteve.com uh, if you want to check that out. And maybe our paths will cross one day in a post-COVID world. You'll, you'll bring your ass up to Philly sometime, all right? Oh, I would absolutely love to, guys. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. Jacob Panic, yeah. guys. Bombs and banjos. And banjos. There you go. That's what you need to know. He had a dream. He saw it. He's making it happen. It happened. That's all there is to it. Hey, maybe you have a dream. Maybe we don't know what your dream is. Maybe your dream is to build a cardboard sled mm. and to join the pantheon of all the great constructors over the years that have been a part of the cardboard classic. Now, you know we're not having it this year. Right. Uh, but we are, and, and this is by uh, design from... Some of our favorite uh, teams that year after year come out and have been a part of Cardboard Classic for ages just to do one for fun and to scale it down a tad bit. So there is the Cardboard Classic Home Edition that's happening as we speak. And uh, teams are putting together their same old sleds using the same uh, materials, uh, cardboard tape, glue, string, and paint only. But the size is going to be different. It's four by six feet. 
And you can get the details at WMMR.com, and it's just for bragging rights. It's just for fun. Well, you know, we actually had the Cardboard Classic last year. It was one of the last events we had, the yeah. last big event that we had. And this year, actually, in its modified version, if you were not the kind of person who was inclined to make something 40 feet long, there was the sort of the modified uh, uh, requirements, this could be your year. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we urge you to get on board and do that. And uh, we're going to, uh, normally we'd be having it Friday, March 5th. So that's when we're actually going to do the voting. Yes. Yeah, between now and then to get it going. So if you're if you're interested, uh, feel free to do that. Hey, we have a couple of minutes to play with. Yes. Um, And we haven't been to the Just Saying Institute in a oh. while. Ah. And I actually, there are so many stories. Stuff the Just Saying Institute? Yeah, there's so much stuff. I actually had to get a, a larger clip. Uh, to keep all my Whoa. studies together with. So I brought in a, a big boy size clip. The Institute recently purchased a larger clip to yep. accommodate all of their new information. That is correct. Let's see what the Justin Institute right. has to yield. So I saw this. This is interesting. Uh, taking your time to answer a question might make you seem like a liar. <laughs> uh, researchers from France found people judged slower responses as less sincere, regardless of the seriousness of the scenario in both trivial or higher stakes situations. It's so funny. Whether you're just talking about, you know, meaningless stuff or if you're, like, subject of a police investigation. Yeah, it's sometimes, though, I think, like, and in fact, I was talking about seeing an interview with Eddie Vedder, and he was thoughtful, very yeah. thoughtful. Like, the question, you know, would be asked and be like, I think... <laughs> That there's a place for that, <laughs> and I I, I I didn't read that as deceitful. I read right. that as very um, thoughtful. Now, if you're at the scene of a robbery, mm. um, you know, were you were you involved with this? But even just in like everyday conversation, I mean, yeah, I I think I've even said that like they had to think about their answer. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, who knows? Maybe they were just being genuine, taking time to answer. I know, but it's the classy Lucy Van Pelt thing from uh, Charlie Brown. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you do think I'm, I'm beautiful, don't you, Charlie Brown? You, you, you wait, you took a second to answer. Yeah. You don't think I'm beautiful, you? Don't think do you? I'm beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the scientists say that, uh, well, it said also the longer the silence before the reply, the more the person speaking was viewed as insincere. <laughs> And the scientists say that slower responses tend to be the result of the responder suppressing automatic, truthful thoughts and fabricating a novel answer. I think that's a slippery slope if you read too much into it. Though I, I yeah. can't say that we're going to ask a simple question to someone and they took um, eight, you know, six minutes to respond that I wouldn't think, okay, there's some a bit of deception going on here. Yeah. And I guess it also depends on how you react to. Because if you if you ask me something that I don't know of, I might go, hmm. You know, I mean, I might yeah. get some kind of verbal, you know, like a sigh or something like that. Oh, man, I don't. I got to think about that. You know what I mean? I got to come up with a good lie, as opposed to <laughs> just stopping and yeah. then waiting before you answer. So. What if you put your like your hands, fold your hands behind your back and shuffle and look down at the ground and <laughs> kick dirt? And, I don't know. Yeah. Well. I was recently asked by my wife some questions that I just don't know the answers to, um, and they are their financial... Longest gestation for a mammal? Well, I knew that it was an elephant, believe it or not. Okay. Uh, the No, no, no. They're, they're like financial questions, like, what was this uh, purchase? Right. And I'm like, I'm like I don't, I don't yeah. know. I'm like, what does it say on the bill? And uh, like, hookers. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what you kind of automatically go to. You like, like blur it out. Yeah. Why would I use my Apple Pay for a hooker? <laughs> Uh, but I don't know. So right now, I'm in the middle of investigating what these 
I know. purchases were. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know what they are. I, I don't, you know. <laughs> it is I a, need a moment to think about this first. So, do, do, you, do you think though, if someone were to, were to delay in responding, I mean, it, I think it depends on what's being asked, right? Like, well, yes. What yeah. do you, what do you think about? You know, say like a like a, a policy or or um, right. something about is there a god or something like that? Something that requires a little bit of thought, rather than you know yeah. an interrogative question. I'm not saying necessarily yeah. you're being interrogated, but did you help John Wayne Gacy? Yes, and you're <laughs> like, well, hang on, your answer should be quickly. No, I did not. What is the date of <laughs> of the question in mind here? Right, because you know, for for me, like. Marissa, every day after the show, she's like, okay, well, what do you want to play back tomorrow? Because we play back a segment yeah. at 530 every day. And I have to think about it because I, I honestly, I'm like, I can't right. remember what we did this morning. And she thinks you're lying. And she thinks I'm lying. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, for liar. Me, for me in general, like, my memory So is keep terrible. in mind, yeah, it's, it's the person that's asking the question that is that is perceiving yeah. this way. And, and they said, these researchers had said that it... It doesn't matter if it's just chit chat or if it's a really serious question. It's true that if you if you pause a little bit too long, that that it just it it puts a little suspect in the person's mind. So, a little interesting thing from the Just Saying Institute. If, if someone, let me ask you just on, on yes. uh, one other aspect of this Just Saying Institute study: if someone blurts out an answer quickly, does it? Do you think it's heartfelt and really? I, my my inclination is they just wanted to say something to say something. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. it depends, right? Um, Especially if you're asking out loud and, and yeah. somebody wants to answer first, like right. every time, then it's like, okay, now you're just trying to be first. So, um, but I'm not sure about that. All, All right. right. All right. This is interesting. It's another uh, piece of research uh, from the Just Saying Institute. Learning to ride a bike takes more brain power than you might think it does. Your brain must keep you balanced, coordinate muscles, and keep your movements smooth. And the, the question is asked, why do you never forget to ride a bike? And uh, according to Jurgen Konchak, oh, he's good. A neuroscientist with the University of Minnesota says that all of this mental energy that it takes to ride a bike is exactly why we never forget how to. Uh, the secret is we use all those brain connections that we form during bike riding in other activities as well, like for playing sports or dancing. Uh, we just don't use all of them at the same time. Do you ever go bike dancing? <laughs> I have not tried bike dancing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so, and that's why if you haven't ridden a bike in, say, fifteen years or so, I could pick it right up. You can jump right back on. You one. just did. You just yeah. got your bike, right? Yeah. And in fact, we just bought another bike this weekend. Oh, did you really? Yeah, we went by Zippy's. And nice. And bought another bike. Did you get a so. cruiser. It's yes, it is a cruiser, but it's not the same. It doesn't have as big handlebars okay. as the one that you guys got me uh, for my birthday. Uh, but it's a it's an outstanding bike, and I can't wait to take it out for a ride. So I sold. Uh, I had a, a bike that I just sold to a gentleman, and I met him in the parking lot of a Walmart to sell to give him you know give him the bike, and he had the bike. Well, Steve, he hadn't ridden the bike in a while. Oh, and right. so he wanted to. You know, take it for a quick little spin around the parking lot, and I got nervous. I thought he was going to fall because he was very, very. He uns- was blind. <laughs> well, no, he was very unsteady with the handlebars, and oh, as a matter oh. of fact, I kind of got behind him, yeah. and held on to him for Here a little you go, bit. You go, scooter, until he started getting going for a little while. But yeah, we're doing watching some bike tricks here in the studio. On the uh, there's a video press. This is the, the stuff you're doing now. Uh, yeah, uh, standing, standing on the handlebars, standing on the handlebars, <laughs> and spinning around, yeah. and yep. it's bike dancing. Yeah. Uh, so, you know what? One thing I can't do that I could do on a bike before, like, you know, growing up, but I cannot do it at all. And I don't know if it's 
like age or equilibrium or whatever, can't ride with no hands. Hands free, yeah. huh? Why? You, Why? You, what happened? It might be the bike. No, you can. It's just you're more nervous and more uh, aware. No, you have I more literally to lose. can't. I fall. It, it, it immediately goes. It immediately turns. Like, I what? tell you what. We'll get you on a bike, put you on City Line, and drive hand, ride hands free for a while. Yeah. No, I, now, I, I hey, don't know what it is. Hold on. I want to, I want to, uh, it might be your bike because I have a bike oh. that I can't do it on, but and I can do it on it. another bike. Oh. Yes, All right, what's absolutely. the bike you can do it on? Uh, it's got like a, a mountain hybrid bike, and, and for some reason it won't. Uh, I it, I can go for a little bit, but then it starts to move. But like the, uh, uh, the cruiser you got me, mm-hmm. I can let go and ride forever. Yeah. Uh, so some of it is the bike. See, that's Kathy. what I, well, okay, so I have a, I have a uh, hybrid as well, and I have a beach cruiser. I can't do Neither it. One. Uh, Neither one? Neither one? I used to be, and I, I could probably still do it. I have a, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good on a, on a bicycle, but I, I used to ride around all the time without holding the handlebars. Sure. Yeah. I will do it from time to time, but every time I let go, the initial part where my hands come off the handlebars i'm always a little bit nervous and so that's why i was wondering kath if maybe it's because of your you're nervous that you're gonna fall can you do it on a stationary bike (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's easy you know what though i had the same thought actually this very weekend i went skiing and um i hadn't been skiing well i mean we didn't ski at all last year so it's been you know about two years and how i just was easily able to pick it up and do what i did before i mean i don't think uh, I'm as adventurous as I used to be, but right. like I could easily just hop on the skis and go, which right. kind of surprised me a little bit. I thought maybe I'd be a little shaky. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. But no, I was. But I, I would imagine it, it goes right in line with this particular study of why you don't yeah. forget how to do that. What's wild is the the tires on the bike go they, round and round. They do go round and round. <laughs> <laughs> and the windshield wipers on the bus. But they um. They, the physics behind it, it, yeah. ke- it keeps you upright. Like yeah. If you were to yeah. take the, a tire. The, the mo- yes. The gyroscope. Because yeah, it starts yeah. to create a stabilizing yeah. force. You're exactly right. Yeah. Um, do you remember, and and I would do this from time to time, but it was always crazy. When you wanted to ride double, when you wanted to get you know give somebody a lift. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, they could either uh, sit on the um, on the seat and you could ride Stand. standing up. Yeah, which is what I would do. Or they could put their their feet on the almost non-existent pegs on the back or the more adventurous one sitting on the handlebars. Mm-hmm. And we would do that from time to time. And I look back and I'm like, that's crazy, man. Yeah, it's very crazy. My brother Sitting had, on the handlebars. My brother had me do that, uh, my older brother, Gene. Uh, and uh, we hit a bump. I fell off uh. and face planted, <gasps> you know, broke a tooth, the whole damn thing. Yeah, and we didn't do that anymore we after didn't that, do that right? anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, because of all of the brain power that it takes uh, uh, to, um, to to do this, to, to keep yourself balanced and so forth, I guess it just kind of hardwires it into your yeah, mind. Yeah, And you're going to always uh, know how to ride a bike. So. I mean, they, say, they say the notion of muscle memory is not exactly what people perceive it to be, but I think you're, once your inner gyroscope kicks in... Um, you know, I think you you're you're able to do it. To your point, case when the wheels start spinning, you know you're you're, you're feeling that stabilization. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like you know when I teach, uh, well, I was teaching my kids how to ride a bike. Um, they have what are what are those things called? Press where they don't have the pedals at all. Um, little kids' bikes. Um, I'm not sure. Okay, so they don't have pedals. No, so, and and it is to teach kids how to ride bikes. Um, right. Because oh god, what are they called, man? Um. You know, you pedalless bikes. Well, they they are pedalless bikes, but they're they're used so you can stand next. You to can them. stand that or, or stand on basically on your seat, and you just kind of push with your feet. I got and it you. teaches you that balance. 
And yeah, is and, it literally called a balance bike? I think it's called a balance bike. Yeah. Yay! Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Uh, I don't know if those were around when my kids were young. If they were, I wasn't familiar. With I had a bike that was too big for me, and my father brought me up to the top of a hill, put me on the bike, and pushed me down. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and I learned how to ride a bike. It was on a. I was on grass. So okay. That's uh, that definitely helps. Yeah, that yeah. does yeah. help. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the bike itself will help you actually stay upright. Yeah, you know? and it's kind of like when you're swimming. I would you know teach people how to swim. Like the lungs inside your body, it, as long as you remain calm, the lungs inside your body help you stay afloat. I mean, it's basically like having an inner tube inside your body. And, you know, it's just a matter of like the you know, same thing with a bike, just remaining calm and, and you know. Well, not- we talked about like falling through the ice, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when people do that, that, that. You're right. But it's so hard sometimes because yeah. the natural inclination is I'm going to start to fall. You start to panic. And there you go. I used to love riding wheelies, man. Dude, I used to be able to do that. And there were times where you could just ride it forever. And I see and kids doing like, it. Wow. I used to, I, I used to do it on my full like full size Schwinn, yeah. you know, and lift up and I could pull it, you know, back and and do it. I mean, I couldn't do it as long as kids with the 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 the, the spider bikes and stuff like that could do it for, but I could do it. Yeah, I had like a pseudo BMX bike and I used yeah. to be able to ride a uh, a nice long wheel and I can't do that anymore. Jesus, I would take I would take a bike not meant for off-road off-road all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, sh- I should be dead after all the stuff I did. But hey, you... mister. <laughs> hey, mister. Can I borrow your bike? <laughs> uh, I see kids doing it all the time where they're riding, you know, blocks and blocks and blocks on, the, on just a wheelie. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. And I used to be able to do that. I know that I used to be able to do that, but, like, my body won't allow me to do that anymore. Mm. It's in there somewhere, mister. Yeah. It's somewhere. somewhere, mister. All right. Uh, I think that's all we're going to do from the uh, the JSI this morning. That's it for the Josephine Institute. Yep. Now with a bigger clip. I, uh, and need it because I yeah. have so many great stories that I'll share at uh, at another point in time. But I want to take a break, come back, and get into the bizarre file stories, which I collected from the weekend. So we'll come back in just a moment or two. Don't forget, we have a secret text word today. A chance for you to win a copy of this rock documentary called Long Live Rock, Celebrate the Chaos. Text the word secret to 39333. We'll be back in just a minute. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right. And this month's band is Stereo League. I'll be in the bright light spinning around to the summer night sounds. Stereo League. Your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. All right, uh, some stories from the Bizarre File, what we have right now. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. You can buy any full heating and cooling system this month and get a free system upgrade up to a $2,000 value. Visit horizonservices.com. A group of thieves in Colombia ran for their lives after a 14-year-old girl pulled out a machete and fought them off. 14 years old. Yeah, grainy video footage of the incident in Bogota starts out ominously. Two men wearing motorcycle helmets enter a small family convenience store, followed by a third who attempts to pull down the rolling metal door behind them in an attempt to lock themselves inside with a mother, daughter, and a toddler behind the cash register. When one of the men approaches the side door of the small kiosk where the women are sitting and opens the latch, 
The mother and daughter spring into action. The mother rushes head-on into the attackers, and her 14-year-old daughter picks up a machete and begins chopping at the armed robbers. Jesus. Oh, you can see in the video, too, the toddler puts on brass knuckles. Uh, the men quickly retreat as the teenager unleashes a flurry of slices, avoiding hitting her mother. Wow. In an interview, the anonymous girl explained that it wasn't the first nor the second time that this has happened, she said, so I already had it in mind Yeah, that if something happened, I'd get the machete and I'd get them. You can tell they were prepared. Uh, the daughter said that she'd heard them shouting, let's go, let's go, we can't do it here. Uh, the men escaped the scene, and it's unclear how much damage they received from the machete-wielding teenager. Regardless, they know now that uh, what is waiting for them if they ever come back to that shop again. Let's cross that one off the list. Yes. <laughs> Reporters and police sprinted for safety as a group of caged bears went on the attack moments after being released into the wild. The chaotic scene was captured in dramatic pictures of a wildlife conservation project in northern Iraq. We're here. We're bears. That should be enough. Uh, six Syrian brown bears, some said to have been rescued from people's homes, were taken from towns in the south to their new home in the Gara Mountains. People keeping bears in their home? I guess. Uh, steel cages were lined up on a wall, surrounded by a large crowd of cameramen, armed security guards, and onlookers. Right. Mo- moments after the cages were opened, the panic bears started charging <laughs> toward the crowd. Well, that didn't work out. Terrified spectators were pictured running to escape the beast as the release ceremony descended into chaos. It's not clear just yet if anybody was injured. The bears eventually wandered off into the snowy landscape. We Uh, did everything right. We brought the bears to a kinder care and then released them. uh, Close to the border with Turkey. The American Curtis Association released the bears as part of a scheme to save the near-extinct species from vanishing in its natural habitat. Uh, Wherever this is, Warren, I'm not sure what state this is in, but Warren police say that they are investigating after two incidents involving a man pooping inside of vehicles. You can't do that. Well, yeah, I guess you can do that, but you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. Police say the first incident occurred shortly after midnight at Friendly Auto when the suspect defecated into a 2009 Chrysler town and country. The second incident happened at Twins Tire on February 3rd at 5.13 a.m. Surveillance video shows the man leaving his vehicle, walking over to a white van, opening up the driver's side door, and squatting down. Police say the You know, that's a good pooping vehicle. I might look into this. The service center cleaned the vehicle at no cost to the owner. (laughs) Could you imagine that? Uh, Police are asking for the public's help. Or any additional information regarding the suspect. When I purchased a car, I've never purchased it based on assuming at one point I'll have to take a dump in it. No, I have not either. But you know what? Maybe, Maybe that's something consider. to consider. Yeah. Naples, Florida police arrested a drunk man who was causing a public disturbance. An officer found John S. Forspaniak making sexual gestures toward a glass door of a building. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was extremely intoxicated, sweating, and slurring his words. Words uh, While speaking with Force Pontiac, officers were contacted by an off-duty officer who had already had an encounter with the drunk man who was flirting with a, a door. Was he flirting with his own image in the door? I don't know. Or is he just like the door? Uh, the officer said Force Pontiac... Where did you come from? ...walked up to him and his family while taking a karate stance for no <laughs> apparent reason. Wow. It's like a cat seeing the reflection in a mirror. When they tried to walk away, he followed being aggressive. For his Pontiac, 
hid in an alley and uh, jumped out at people trying to scare them. When EMS arrived to evaluate him, he was aggressive toward them as well. He was using obscene language and making unreasonable noise. In front of the door? Yeah, I guess so. He was charged with disorderly intoxication, public uh, disturbance for whatever. He had a reason for whatever. The door later identified him in the lineup. Uh, This is terrible. An 83-year-old man drowned at a golf course in Florida. In the water trap? It well in a, in a pond, yeah. yeah. So the individual had entered a pond Aww. to try and retrieve a hat oh, no. while playing around at the Wycliffe Golf and Country Club. And at some point, the man started to thrash around and went underwater. The man was playing golf with three other people, and no one jumped in. Well, one golfer near the scene attempted to rescue him, but there was no success. And and uh, they found him about fifteen to twenty feet from the bank. So I'm guessing they were elderly as well. Possibly, I don't know. How deep are those things routinely? Not that deep, but I guess it depends. You could wade out into those, right? They're not 50 feet deep. Some might go... Was the last time you saw a submarine surface in one of those? More than six feet deep or something like that. But, you know, I and I guess it must have been pretty murky because they, they couldn't find it. But, yeah, I don't know. Well, that's tragic. Yeah. Uh, something nicer. Yeah, please. Uh, a pair of former classmates in Indiana who reconnected decades later on Facebook made a shocking discovery. They are long-lost twin siblings. Wow. Karen Warner said that she found out her biological mother, she found her mother's biological name a few years ago when uh, Indiana had unsealed adoption records and the discovery came with a surprise that she had a twin brother. Warner said she sought help from various adoption websites to try and find her long lost brother. Said everybody kept coming up with nothing because we didn't have a name to go by or anything. Warner said the big break came when she obtained local voting records with a list of three men who shared her birth date. The third name on the list? A guy named Mike Jackman stood out because he was a high school classmate who she had only very recently reconnected with on Facebook. So she had no idea this person she'd reconnected with was her twin brother. Warner said... Were pictures exchanged? Uh, Yeah, but it's... You look like being dragged. Uh, Warner said Jackman, a Facebook message, uh, sent him saying that uh, they might be twin siblings. Uh. And the pair had a DNA test performed that confirmed their connection. And they said now that they talk almost every day. They don't and, like each other. And get together <laughs> several times a week. So, that's pretty wild. That's pretty nice. There you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. Kathy, we got a secret text word. Let's get a number caller. Mm, 15. All right, call it 15. You know the secret text word. Get on it now. Let's see if you can win. We'll come back in a moment. Trash and music. News coming up too. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Get ready to wrap up. Well, no, we're not. We're not wrapping anything up. We're going to get a winner is what we're going to do. We're going to give away a prize uh, for our secret text story this morning. Have people texting in all morning long, and now we get to give it away. I will go to the 15th caller. It is Ed. Hi, Ed. Good morning. How you doing, buddy? Awesome, Ed. What is the secret text word, sir? Amplifier. That is correct. Oh! Oh, tremendous. Yeah, hang on, Ed. You are going to get yourself a copy of the, actually, we're going to do a stream code for the Long Live Rock documentary. It's called Celebrate the Chaos, a new rock documentary exploring the culture on live concert experience of hard rock music featuring Lars Ulrich, Tom Morello, Brent Smith, Sully Erna, Lizzie Hale, Rob Zombie, and many, many more. 
It premieres March 11th at 8 p.m., including post-movie Q&A with musicians and a surprise guest. You can pre-order tickets now and save just $9.99 a month at WMMR.com. And we got a random texter, and it is Mike Parente, who is from Potsdam. Going to get the exact same thing, so congratulations to you. Uh, we are going to do a lesson question giveaway, another prize. We got two iBurger Wawa t-shirts. Oh, yeah. And a $25 Wawa gift card to give away. And let's see if you can answer this question. When it came to grabbing boobs at Fat Tuesday, what was my defense in the court of law? <laughs> <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. When it came to grabbing a boob at Fat Tuesday, what was my defense in the court of law? From earlier this morning, let's see if you were listening. 215-263-WMMR. That's our number. We're going to do this while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And we'll get some stories while we're waiting for that call. Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, as you said earlier, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox carrying their adoration to the next level as Kelly is rumored to be wearing a drop of her blood in a vial around his neck. Not to be outdone, Fox was seen shopping on Rodeo Drive while pushing a wheelbarrow filled with his piss. Whoa! So they truly love each other. 35-year-old American Idol alum Catherine McBee Stepping out to do some shopping with 71-year-old husband, David Foster, putting dents in the notion that the two are estranged. McPhee was reportedly very attentive to David, even discreetly stealing away behind some hedges to change his diaper. (laughs) And finally, Kendall Jenner going insta-official with new boyfriend NBA star Devin Booker by posting uh, photos of the two together. In case you're keeping track, this means Kendall has slept with literally every professional basketball player except for Air Bud. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood track. All right, let's see if we have the answer to the question when it came to grabbing a boob at Fat Tuesday. What was my defense in the court of law? 215-263-WMMR. Going to go to Steven. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Fantastic. How are you? Uh, Good. Steve, what was my defense when it came to grabbing a boob at Fat Tuesdays? You did not get wood. I didn't get wood. Hang on, Stephen. For your correct answer, we are going to give you two iBurger Wawa t-shirts and a $25 Wawa gift card. By the way, Wawa has launched its burger as the first of many new diner items in 2021. It's available at all 900 locations starting at 4 p.m. and at the two new drive through locations in West Hampton, New Jersey and Mooresville, Pennsylvania at 11 a.m. So you can get it earlier there. Enter Wawa's Burgers for a Year contest through this Friday. Text Wawa to 39333 and we will send you the contest link and you could end up with Burgers for a Year from Wawa. So nice. I'm interested to try the Wawa Burger. They look pretty damn good. In very near future. All right, let's do this. Now, Preston and Steve's Music View on 93.3. WMMR. It is brought to you this morning by Salus University, the future of health science. Visit salus.edu. Miles Kennedy will release his sophomore album, which is called The Ides of March, on May 14th. And he recorded the project in Florida with longtime producer Michael Elvis Basket. Why not release The Ides of March on The Ides of March? What I was thinking. 
Uh, the first single is called In Stride. Kennedy said that it's a chill out. That's pretty much summing it up. The lyric paints a picture of a survivalist preparing for an impending zombie apocalypse. Mm. It was inspired by the first wave of lockdowns as everyone was buying vast amounts of toilet paper and supplies. I started to ask myself if it might be wise to try and gain some perspective and not overreact, keep calm, and carry on. The The only thing that distinguishes us from the zombies is our ability to wipe our asses. The album reunited Kennedy with his longtime friend and drummer uh, Zia Uden and bassist manager Tim Tournier. Hoobastank is experiencing a resurgence in popularity with their 2004 single, The Reason, thanks to a viral TikTok uh, challenge, which is called Not a Perfect Person, where users began posting about certain life choices which they regretted. Uh, They were all set to the song's opening line, I'm not a perfect person. Uh, Lead singer Doug Robb got in on the challenge, making fun of his own band, and he wrote this, he goes... He wrote, realizing 20 years later that you named your band Hoobastank. <laughs> and it says he lip syncs the opening line uh, with standing with him standing in front of a wall of gold and platinum albums. Right. Uh, yeah. Didn't um, our old former back at Y100, Lara the Butt, date him because she met him at one of our shows? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty Maybe. sure. Huh. Uh, Rob used to be bothered that the reason was the songs the, that was the the song that the band's career seemed to hang on, but the pandemic has given him a different view. Huh. Uh, he said in an interview, "This wasn't the exact career path I think any of us had planned." That being said, so much of our livelihood now, or for the past ten years, is based on radio and that song, and a handful of other songs that we got so much success for. So, uh, so many bands. Have had to shut it down this last year. They can't tour. Their livelihood is taken away. And for us, we've been fortunate. The silver lining came late, but it came. Uh, Hoobastank's latest album, Push Pull, was released in 2018, by the way. So, having some fun with that. Ronnie James Dio's autobiography, Rainbow in the Dark, will be released on July 27th. Uh, Dio had been working on his memoir prior to his passing in 2010, It'll be completed by his longtime friend and music writer, Mick Wall. According to uh, the uh, uh, Permuted Press, which is the publishing company, uh, the book will cover the luck that led to the birth of Rainbow and a productive but difficult collaboration with Richie Blackmore, the chance meeting that made him the second singer of Black Sabbath, taking them to new levels of success, the surprisingly tender story behind the birth of the Devil Horns, the lasting symbol of heavy metal, his marriage to Wendy, his stabilized uh, his life, which stabilized his life, uh, and the huge bet they placed together to launch the most successful endeavor of his career, his own band Dio. Uh, the iconic metal singer passed away in 2010 at the age of 67. He had stomach cancer. How much was completed? Did you say of the book? Oh, uh, I don't know. Okay, um, the title. He had been working on it prior to his passing in 2010, All but he right. didn't say how much of it was completed. Uh, the Killers have revealed that the follow-up to their latest album, Imploding the Mirage, is pretty much done. The band teased new music by sharing two snippets of a new song during a recent Instagram Live. During an interview with Vampire Weekend's Ezra Koenig, uh, frontman Brandon Flowers said, It's almost done. We're going to mix the record next week. Uh, we don't have a drop date, but it's pretty much done. It sort of fell into our laps. Uh, meanwhile, during an Instagram Live with drummer Ronnie Venucci Jr., Flowers revealed that he is set to undergo shoulder surgery after he fell off his bike. 
He said, I went over the handlebars on my bike, and an injury from that has manifested itself. He said, I have a torn labrum on that right shoulder, so I'm going under the knife in a couple of weeks. Get that taken care of. Uh, this is just the latest procedure for Flowers, who told Venucci that he has bad shoulders and had previously undergone decompression surgery on both shoulder joints. Oh, he's messed up. Uh, he added that after this upcoming surgery, he will be in a sling for about six weeks. <laughs> All right, and then uh, two more things. Uh, this Thursday, just want to give you a heads up, and we've been running a promo for it. Uh, but Pierre had a chance to interview Brian Johnson of ACDC. How cool is that? Yeah, it's excellent. Uh, so the um, interview will be Thursday at 2 p.m., and he'll be featuring tracks from the new album, Power Up. So make sure you don't miss out on that. And then one other thing, this weekend, as we mentioned earlier this morning, it's Billy Joe Armstrong's birthday today. So we're going to be doing Green Day Blocks every hour this weekend. Uh, there's going to be hits, steep tracks, solo material, side projects, all that stuff. And you can actually vote for your favorite Green Day song right now at WMMR.com and enter to win a guitar. Signed by the band. I wonder if he will respond. He is, Marissa, you've gotten some traction, right, with the um, the uh, B- Billy Joe and uh, some of the band members. All right. And she's tweeted out at them. That'd be really cool. Uh, Saturday night at 7, by the way, is the Billy Joe birthday party, a three-hour marathon of Green mm. Day. Should be pretty damn cool. What kind of cake? Um, <laughs> well, it's a green one that I see a yeah. picture of here, so that's all I know. All right, and that is what I have in music news. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Wrap the whole thing up. New Word of the Week prize. Tell you about that when we get back. WMMR.com. A great way to stay up to date on the latest rock news and station happenings. Listen live via your laptop, the free mobile app, or just tell your smart speaker to play MMR. From Preston and Steve's Daily Rush to Pierre's Weekend Calendar and the latest on Jackson's Local Shots. It's everything that rocks your computer. Head over to the contest page for the busy Resolution Season Poll, where you can enter to win $250 and a mini vacation in Vermont just for answering one simple question. Pick up some busy hard seltzer with antioxidant vitamin C at a retailer near you. WMMR.com. Everything that rocks. Now, nice day today, actually. I mean, relatively. It's going to be cold, 33, but seeing the sun has been a bonus. Uh, yesterday was excellent. We actually got up to like 50 degrees yesterday. Yeah. It was pretty mild. I think we're going to possibly be uh, in that same realm next week at some point. Yeah, that's what I was I was looking down the road. Looks like next week might be warming up a bit, but we got a few hurdles to get over. One of them being snow that's coming in tomorrow night. And um talking so, about like five, six inches, maybe a little more than that. We'll see. Um, it's all that freaking, you know, we hear it all the time, the 95 corridor. Yep. Yep, and that's part of the deal. Where where the snow bands hit. I think it's mm-hmm. going to start tomorrow morning. I don't is think, it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna, I thought we're it was to, tomorrow night. No, I think we're going to have to deal with I think our, our drive into work tomorrow is going to be okay. Um, I think you're right. It's like an inch, they're saying, every hour. For, and the, yeah. I'm hearing anywhere between three to six inches in this general area. But our drive home after work tomorrow might be a little bit precarious, which is why they are uh, offering up the hotel room again. And the, the six to nine inches, Preston, is you're like right on the, uh, you're, yeah. you're actually probably going to get more. Yep. Most likely. Where you are. Where we always do. You know what, though? At this we're point, though, do. you're like you're into a groove. The snowblower comes out. You got the stuff. You got the de-icer. It's a joy, in fact. In fact, you look forward to it getting uh, up. Now, that stuff I don't mind. It's it's the driving uh, that's a pain in the ass. Crap. But anyhow, uh, colder temperatures and uh, snow coming up. So just heads up on that. 
Uh, thank you to Jacob Panic, the host hey. of Bongs and Banjos, who uh, ripped a big hit and then uh, played a few <laughs> songs on his banjo for us this morning. But he's all about uh, just spreading positivity and uh, forwarding the music of the banjo and the sound of the banjo. And, uh, and he's a weed smoker. Do we need a uh, special Jacob President Steve show banjos theme or something yeah. like that? Marissa commission just- him. Uh, it's working on it. Marissa right. just gave a double thumbs up and smiled and said uh, that she's working on it. So Maybe that a, might happen. A banjo opera. Uh, so that was nice to have him on this morning. Uh, Pierre Robert, it's nice to see hey. you this morning. Welcome uh, to the studio, man. How you doing? Good to see you kids, too. Excellent. Uh, did you work yesterday? I did. How about the day before? I didn't. Okay. All right. Yeah, Monday for President's Day off. Uh, I like that you guys took two days. Um, you guys deserve as much time as you need. Uh, and, um, so thank you, you want to take the rest of the week off. That's fine. Hey, thank you. We appreciate, I appreciate that. that. Uh, what happened to your well, finger? Your, your right index finger there. I have a blue bandaid. It's got on tape it. on it. Yeah. It looks like tape, but it's a bandaid. Okay. That's, turns out it's blue. I was, um. Chicken ball sockets again? I was. <laughs> and if you don't use the right circuitry, uh, and I had a Phillips instead of a regular. <laughs> of course. And it yeah. just. When you put that, it it didn't work. You get, you get the shock. Um, did, did you have a you slice yourself? I sli- uh, with my razor. I was cleaning it Ugh. under the water, mm-hmm. and um, all of a sudden, because um, you know, if you have those triple razory things, yes, you can take a little tissue and kind of clean it, so you yes. don't have to actually the Mach three. Yes, yes, which I love. Yeah, so you don't have to actually. Um, Replace the blade, and then right. lo and behold, um, I replaced a piece of skin. <laughs> <laughs> and when you get that cut, you know it. You can't quite see it, and then you start. Then you start to see the red fill in in the line. Well, there, yeah, yeah, there's those little cuts that you get. You ever get them around your nails? Oh yeah, oh yeah. God, don't they drive you crazy? They really hurt. Those little tiny yeah. ones are the painful yeah. ones. Yeah, they yep. are most okay. definitely. Well, sorry for your loss. Thank you. Uh, are you. Should we do the letter of the day? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. I was born ready. <laughs> um, the letter today is going to be T, as uh. in tradition. All right, and we have 15 digital movies, including the Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Hobbit trilogy. Uh, for a complete list, you can click Contest. At WMMR.com. So we will give that away on Friday. Just three letters. That's all you have to keep track of. Good stuff today, ma'am? So good cool. that it's greatness. Excellent. Uh, I am exuberating with greatness. Yeah, I can tell you got that exuberating thing going on. I, 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 it's like um, <laughs> it's like when you scrub your skin. What do they call that? Uh, exfoliate? Yeah, I'm yeah. exuberating instead yeah. of exfoliating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. No, well, you know that, Nick. You're I good sure with do, words. Yeah. You can use yeah. tissue to clean the exuberance out of a you, razor. You can, you need, particularly yeah. if you get cut after exuberating. Are you excited for the Flyers because they're playing in uh, Tahoe this oh, weekend? You don't know, dude. Yeah, right? <laughs> they are? Yeah, they yeah. are. And the oh. rink looks gorgeous. I mean, really? they, they were showing footage of it uh, sort of completed. It's on a golf course, yeah. uh, outdoor game. Uh, wow. Nobody in attendance, of course, but uh, that, it, Steve's right. It looks really cool. And uh. it's uh, your old stomping grounds and sometimes current stomping grounds. Yeah. Very cool. It's when you were with the Corleone family for exactly. the key. Exactly. Yeah, we had to get rid of Junior. <laughs> Confirmation. Junior? Yeah, Junior. Junior was the lesser known. Junior. He was the Corleone member who yeah. wore Billy Bob uh, yeah. teeth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We took him out and sunk him. Sunk him? What was it? What was it? Fredo? Fredo. Fredo. Yeah, yeah. Went, Fredo to, Jr. Was, he had to he go sleep worse. with the crawdads. Junior. 
Yeah. Junior? Yeah, no, the sleep of the crawdads. No, that was, it was rough. But uh, we had to do it, and you wrong? do what you got to do. You got to do it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We broke his legs. Uh-huh. And then we <laughs> sunk him. Uh, sorry, I asked. With concrete and anchors <laughs> and exuberance. And exuberance. We sunk I, him with exuberance. We sunk him with exuberance. Bring me somebody who's good with exuberance. I got you, boss. Yeah. yeah. And kiss the ring. Okay. Okay. When I see Jerry uh, Blavitt, I always kiss his ring. I yeah. Go, you're the only person who can take it from Flyers Outdoor Game to Jerry Blavitt. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, anyway, on the show today, thank you for exa- uh, exasperating. Um, I have Workforce Blocks of the Scorpions, Cagey Elephant, and nice. we're going to do uh, a block of shot songs. Um, on, and the purpose is the, per- the person who wrote uh, is getting uh, vaccinated today. Okay. Ah. So they asked for, I mean, I don't think there are really injection songs per se right. uh, that are positive anyway. Um, so these are going to be booze shot songs, but it will be for the purpose of covering the fact that they're getting uh, their um, vaccine today. Ooh. So that'll be cool. And tomorrow, ACDC. I have a suggestion. Yeah. Should, should I save it off air or for a song? Um, no, tell me now. Oh, you, well, he's it, very exuberant. He wants to. Let I'm you exuberance. Know. It actually has to do with a shot, but it would be um, Van Halen. Somebody give me a doctor. Uh, I like that. At the end, it goes. Somebody give me a shot. Yes. Yeah. So, Good. Mm, I'm going to open with that. Uh, nice. You're the best. Old school. No, you're the best. Let's sir. go fishing. All right. <laughs> Let's get some anchors and some concrete. You got to make go. sure you say a hail mary before yeah. you. So the line out there, because that's know. how Fredo always caught fish, and nobody yep. else did. And it yep. worked really well when they put a bullet to the back of his head. Yep. <laughs> they sunk him with exuberance. I'm going to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and also Duncan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show, and Salus University, the future of health science. Visit salus.edu. Uh, tomorrow, we have a couple of guests. Uh, Kim Delaney will be joining oh, wow. us. And Michael Cudlitz, who's actually been in our studio here before. Yes. Uh, from Walking Dead and a lot of other things will be on the program. That's it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hey, this is Elizabeth. And Jason. Together, we own Stretch Lab Collegeville on the corner of Main Street and 29 in the Collegeville Shopping Center. We opened our doors in September, so it's been quite a ride. We're here to help you stand taller, run faster, and bend easier. Our stretches are hands-on, mask-on, following CDC guidelines. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and StretchLab.com. And mention Preston and Steve with any stretch and get a free gift. Try us out. You'll leave feeling better than when you walked in. Next message. Good welcome to all. This is Reverend Brian from Commitments by Brian based in Hatboro, Bucks County. COVID-19 has changed many things, but it cannot change love. And when you're ready, it would be my pleasure to officiate your special day. From ceremony writing and planning to vow renewals, no matter what your style, denomination, or venue together, we can create that special ceremony that is unique to you both. You can contact me at commitmentsbybrian at yahoo.com or by calling 267-387-6459. Thank you. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.